This is the Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast. Blankmar, City of Thieves, a Savage Worlds campaign. Session 10, Moonlight Madness. So yeah, hey everyone, this is Mike. We are playing Savage Worlds, Mike Bar, City of Thieves. Uh, I'm Mike, I'm your GM. You are handsome. Thank you. My character is not. I am Brian, I'm playing Deadbolt. I have stupid cats. I am Nick, I'm playing Gabby Joe Tagliato, the local muscle and tough and awesomeness. Um, I'm Enzio, I'm playing Kurt. I own a depressed talking donkey. We're talking about your characters. Oh, I own the two depressed. <laughs> Last time, you kind of wrapped things up with uh, trying to deal with whatever happened to your friend the beggar uh, and ran into this whole Sandaru thing. And then uh, Ningobble had a kind of a quick, easy, in-and-out sort of quest to go get a scroll. Um, and that was entertaining and weird. Uh, and I threw various hooks at you. One of them was, uh, in Sundar's tower, you had this note about a treasure house, blah, blah, blah. Um, Mingobble rewarded you with a ship. You haven't seen it yet, but it's down by the docks. Um, and you also had, uh, at one point, a message from Mulsh the Moneylender that he had a a job for a crew such as yours. So Okay. Those are all kind of didn't hooks to pick novel also tell us that the other tower hook was fake. Um yes, he said it, it, it he did. He said, Oh yes, notes like this are found all over the place and it has lured many adventurers to their deaths. That's right. However, he did not say the treasure is not real. Mm-hmm. Um, he said it was trolling, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Do we do we feed the trolls or do we? Of course we do. All right. I guess we're gonna feed the trolls and oh, we're gonna go look at our boat first. That definitely is to be done. Probably talk to the moneylender guy since he's in town. Yeah, he's right in the neighborhood. So boat moneylender, see what he wants. And then make a decision on either what he wants or the other tower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or both, if we can. All right. So I will assume it is like the following day. Is it? Oh yeah, that's right. Sure. Say. You go down. Need a good night's sleep after those creek dragons. Right. Yeah. Go down to the docks, and uh, there are all kinds of ships coming and going. However, there's one ship uh, that is moored to a to a dock that does not look like the usual cargo vessels. It's a frigate, and it's a slightly oversized frigate, so it's a little bit bigger. I'm working on it, and it is also <clears throat> uh, 
quite distinct in just in terms of like the way that it's built. And what I mean is that it just doesn't follow the typical Lake Marion or, or Eight Cities mm. way of making a ship. And it's 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 certainly a ship. It has three masts. It it floats. Has a rudder. It has the usual things in the usual places. But just in, ser- in terms of like the little design details, yeah. it looks completely alien. Um, it has a its figurehead is a green dolphin. The sails, instead of being white or just off-white, are like a smooth gray, almost silky-looking material. Hmm. And, uh, like I said, it's just a little bit bigger and just laid out a little differently. So it looks it looks very, even though it, it is perfectly suited to its function, it just looks weird compared to the other ships of that type that you're used to seeing. Hmm. Interesting. Where would... Did- he, he was just like, oh, I have a ship. He, there was no, like, oh, I got a ship from, you know, there's no, like, I don't know what you call it, sketchy history of this thing that we know of, right? <laughs> not, that, not, not, ship facts. not that we know about. <laughs> not that he told you. <laughs> yeah, roll for... Roll the VIN through the registry database. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. <clears throat> go to the, uh, dock, or the dock master, harbor master, but, like, what's that? <laughs> what's up with that ship there? Oh, he says, uh, yeah, they uh, they came in last night. Uh, oh. Uh, the Mingle crew uh, mm-hmm. said her name is the Sea Spider, but uh, her name's written across her transom in a in letters I cannot read and have never seen. Said they were waiting on someone. Oh, well, maybe we should go see that. what that's about. They're still in the the city, right? Like, they're, they, they stopped and they aren't, like, you know... They didn't have any plans of leaving, I'm guessing. Yeah, the ship's all tied up, and he said, yeah, as far as I know, uh, captain and crew are all aboard. Oh, are aboard? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess I saunter on up and knock on the... Yeah, yeah boy. There is a, a gangplank yeah. uh, going down to the, <laughs> to the dock. Yeah. So, is everyone going aboard? Sure. Yes. Okay. Not terrif- not a terrifying leading question at all. Um, yeah, you go up go up the gangplank. Is anyone staying? Oh, hey, the ship. Uh, and you hear? Yes, ahoy! Who might you be? Uh, this is Gabby Joe Cagliato. Nice to meet you. I believe we're your new owners. Oof. He says, uh, <laughs> Gabby Joe Cagliato. Dale Zoro Santo and Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> he says, Yes, yes, we've been waiting for you. Come aboard. Well, of course. The D is silent. <laughs> and uh, you go aboard, and um, like you're actually piped aboard. Oh. Okay. So, like, there's a. Yeah. And. The, the crew, which is like the grubbiest, oh, yeah, dirtiest set crew. of All right. mingle sailors. No, I mean they're not undead or anything. Like no, that. no, no. Like, yes. like we got like yes. we got like the midget. And yeah, the, the, the yeah. The guy makes, with one eye, yeah, and the guy with rough. one arm, and the guy with no teeth, <laughs> and uh, um, they're all kind of standing in rough formation, and there's a. Uh, um, 
captain and four officers, and they are uh, just in sort of workaday sailing clothes. There's no sense of uniform or anything oh. like that. Oh, we gotta change that. And uh, <laughs> uh, one of them walks forward. He says, "Yes, we were under a gish to bring this here when we found it." You know of Ningobble of the Seven Eyes, yes? Yes, that creepy bastard. Yes. There's actually I, eight. There's huh? actually eight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> he uh, he says I am Orf, the sailing master of this vessel, and somebody's got high up in so. This is my uh, this is my crew. Uh, I'll introduce you to the officers. This is flip. First mate Laurel, second mate Gunov, and our bosun Tevis. You gun of a bitch. And uh, then you see about and about twenty six sailors. So it seems to have a total crew of thirty. But we're yeah. I so mean, they were under a gius to bring it here. Mm-hmm. And they're no longer under Gius to do anything? Um, he says, we were, we were ordered. Uh, we, we found the ship. Let me tell you the story. Excellent. Uh, I love stories. Uh, we had our own ship, and we were sailing uh, across the inner sea on perfectly legitimate merchant business. Mm-hmm. And there was a great whirlpool, except it was like a reverse whirlpool. So instead of getting sucked down into it, things oh, were kind yeah. of spewing oh, Australian up fucking wizards out of it. And uh, this, uh, our own ship uh, was taking on water uh, and in grave danger, and we saw this ship come from the whirlpool. So we uh, made sail. There was no one aboard. There was blood on the decks. Uh, as though there had been a great battle. Blood on the window pane. Sorry. And since our own ship was in uh, imminent danger of sinking, we uh, boarded this one and commandeered it as our own. Uh, but when that happened, uh, Ningobble came and said, uh, commanded us to serve you. So this is your ship, and we are your crew. Oh, perfect. So just, just to, to clarify some of the details, you know, can you guys betray us? No. That sounds like something somebody who would betray us would say. <laughs> yeah, he's got a point there. <laughs> no, uh, however, we do need to be paid. Uh, or else we'll betray What would be a fair payment for a crew such as yourselves? Uh, that, that guy's only got half of an arm. He counts as half. No, he doesn't. He's an excellent sailor. He's a, a great topsail man. 30 a day for the crew, 30 silver, i.e. 15 gold. And uh, an equal amount for the officers. We pay them at night time. We'll only have to pay them seven and a half. (laughs) (laughs) So basically 30 gold a day. 30 gold a day. He says, and uh, when you require the vessel, we will take you where you want to go and be at your beck and call. And when you don't require the vessel, we will um, engage in our own opportunities on your behalf. So our our take is the thirty gold per day, and anything from the business ventures that we undertake is yours, whether you're aboard or not. Oh, that's good. Oh. 
Um, he says, I have noticed this boat seems to have abilities that are exceptional. Uh, it is it is a bit faster than it should be. I suspect that's because of these sails. There must be some kind of enchantment on them. Hmm. And uh, it's also much more nimble. And uh, the men superstitiously believe that's because of the, the green dolphin figurehead. So hmm. this is the card. What's the dolphin's name? It's just a green dolphin figurehead. Oh. It's also flying a flag that looks like that. Fuck Nazis. Oh my god. I don't like it. I love it. Dolphins I'm, are I'm naming the dolphin party. Look it up. Huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm naming the dolphin party. <laughs> okay. Dol- naming what? Perth? Pern. This is uh, this is the ship from our Fifty Fathoms campaign. Uh, the Sea Spider has a bunch of dolphins on it. You know, dolphins, spiders in the sea. It was it, it was comic <laughs> stuff that happened. <laughs> so this is this is actually a ship. Fish pointed proteins in the Fifty Fathoms. Oh yeah, campaign like it's this kind of ocean world with mm-hmm. all these islands but in the middle of it is this great gyre. Okay. And so I was playing in a 50 Fathoms campaign. This was our ship. And it never really ended but I'm oh. fast forwarding to the end where we get sucked down the gyre and all die. Oh. Because oh. like that's the campaign drives you. said you. there were eight gyres? And you got sealed in the gyre eight? <laughs> Retconning a uh, drink. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. So yeah, and and it got vomited forth. Uh, <laughs> you got vomited forth in Lankmar. Really? Or says yes, really. <laughs> um. All right. So, what was the next thing that we wanted to do? We wanted to go talk to. Uh, the I money, guess actually, the money real lender. quick. Uh, I ask Orf. I'm guessing. Yeah, Orf is the captain. How uh, how does the whole operation work? Do we just let you buy and sell as you please, and any benefits come out of it come to us too, or is it more like no? He says buy and sell. Yeah. Uh, yes. Any any profits uh, paid the thirty gold per day to pay right. for the salaries of the officers and crew uh, come out of those profits, and then the rest is yours. This is your business venture. All right. Well, I guess I... I mean, we will be quite rich off of 30 gold per day. We're going to be loaded. (laughs) (laughs) If only one of us had charisma. (laughs) Um, Human interaction, my one weakness. (laughs) Uh, I'm not even role-playing. But but I mean, essentially, the risk is yours. We get 30 gold a day, steady income. And, And I mean, obviously, that's the salary of the entire officers and crew. Um... You reap the rewards of any profits, but you also uh, still pay us 30 gold a day, even when you make nothing. All right. Well, I guess that will... Uh, we can pretty much send them on their way to do whatever they're, whatever, whatever kind of buying and selling they have to do. Um, where is this tower supposed to be? That's um, the other question. See yeah. the check mark by F in Vast Forest? That little, that little pencil mark. That is the village of Soriev. I know it's supposed to be. Uh, and it's a day's ride from Soriev into the forest. Okay, and we are. Oh, shoot. 
don't suppose there's a canal through the sunken lands. Well, the sunken lands, or sunken, uh, <laughs> are sometimes there and sometimes not. Mm-hmm. And it's a very dangerous passage, but a brave and daring sailor. What's the worst that could happen? I think I, I go for it. Adventure. Or we could just go the long way around. Those are the mountains of hunger, sir. And the jungles of Klesh. Klesh. I don't know what a Klesh is, but it sounds way too much like Cloaca for my... I guess. But see, the, the, the cool thing is, we're on a boat. We're all in the water over here. The Klesh and the Hunger are all on the land over here where the boat's not. Isn't this like the sea of uh, fucking monsters or something? <laughs> the outer sea. Okay. I, I like the idea of, the of going. I actually like the one idea a hard of going sea and one a soft sea. <laughs> the uh, okay. we should okay. go. I, I like the idea of horses. Yes, the key of the east. <laughs> um, yeah, I would. I think it's actually the taking the vo- the boat through uh, the sinking lands would lead for a better <laughs> adventure. It would be so much. We probably should go a long way around. But we're on a boat the whole time, so I'll be in my cabin. Well, <laughs> let's let's go talk to the money lender first and see what his stick. <laughs> oh, has. that's right. Yeah, we, that's as long cool. as the Wi-Fi is working, we'll be fine. <laughs> so we tell Orf to hold tight for a moment while we tend to some other business. We might require him shortly. Uh, we will be here. We will. Uh, I will arrange for the men to stock. Provisions, water, and stuff. And stuff. Uh, I may speculate on a cargo. Excellent plan. And um, we may be heading down to. What's that place called? Bachon. Soryev. The X there? Yes. Soryev. Or around the outer, the outer or inner ring through the sinking lands, whichever you feel is a better path. Oh, yes. Uh, I've, I've crossed the sunken lands. Many a time. It's always exciting. <laughs> good or bad exciting? Adventure is always good, exciting. Yeah. Well, yeah. sailors and landsmen may have different perspectives on good or bad exciting. Like, I find it quite exhilarating when there's a good hurricane uh, to ride out, but many landsmen don't find that to be the good type of exciting. I like the way this guy thinks. But on a well-found ship. All right. I'm down for going through the sinking lands. Anyway, yes. We will be back presently. Okay. So, yes, off to see Mulch the Moneylender. He's well-known to you. Uh, You go down to the Moneylender's Guild, where Mulch the Moneylender hangs out. Uh, There are many rooms. They show you into a room with tables and chairs. It's like a little conference room, essentially. Uh, The door closes, and a few minutes later, a hooded man enters the room. Uh, He says, My brothers and I have heard your names being whispered in the streets by those let's just say less fortunate and not so well off. We believe you to possess the right skills for this job. From time to time, our guild lends money to people and organizations with the promise of repayment in a timely fashion. Normally, our so-called clients make good on their word, but from time to time, one fails to follow through. If this were any regular collection assignment, we'd have scores of miscreants waiting in line to answer our call. But this one's a little different. and requires a touch of finesse. 
and sleight of hand. Ooh, what, what, what's fin, fin, what, what does that word mean? Fire to bolt. <laughs> fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got we got fire. We're good with that. Starts with F I ends in E, right? Yeah. This is where you come in. <laughs> you betcha, Beppe. We want you to collect a debt on behalf of the Money Owners Guild from the Moonlight Brigade. The amount owed is irrelevant. Uh-huh. We need to make an example of them. Why you don't renege on debts owed to us. Your objective is simple. Seek out the Moonlight Brigade and steal their prized religious relic. A giant frost-colored moonstone said to grant insight into the future. Casualties should be kept to a minimum. Uh, say under ten, need be. Oh, and one more thing. You mustn't get caught or implicate the Moneylenders Guild in any way, or it'll be your guts hanging out for sure. We'll take care of discreetly releasing our responsibility after the job is done. Okay, so this is a religion that we're stealing from? Yes, yes, the Moonlight Brigade. How, how are you on the subject of their temple burning down? Gonna take I ask because there's zero off. chance that will happen whatsoever. A lot of tithes they, they, they are more. They don't really have a temple. They keep their their quarters secret, and they tend to do a lot of their uh, things out in the streets. But yes, uh, burn down whatever you like. Perfect. Or don't. Finesse fire. Mulch is. I, I didn't describe him well. Uh, he's he's yes wearing the black toga and a hood, and he is about as. He's about five foot two in each direction, almost perfectly spherical. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know. Do we want to do that before we head do, out? Do you have any leads on where we would look for this? Well, I do know that uh, they plan to make their annual Moonlight Festival. Uh, that's tomorrow night on Festival Street. Oh, Mid- you're at midnight. Home. Okay. It's right next to Celebration Avenue. Yes. <laughs> I think that should be. A, but the, was there any other hooks that we had besides the boat and this? The treasure house. The treasure house. How far away is the treasure house? It's that. That one. Okay, yeah, that's why. That's why I. Was it, it's to, basically the boat, the treasure house down here. Exactly. Well, now that the boat town. we have, you know, I guess it's pretty much just playing the waiting game until the event happens. Um, can I scope out the street itself? Sure. I mean, it would probably take them a day to get all the supplies we need for their voyage anyway. Exactly. And get I, cargo, yeah. whatever else. I just want to scope out the street for quick ins and outs. Look for, you know, it's probably what, like a... Is it more of a parade or is it an actual, like, uh, event in the middle of the more, street? More like a revival. I mean, you're not sure because you don't know much about yeah. the Moonlight Brigade. But um, there'd be some preaching and sermonizing. It's not a... Uh, Not a uh, parade, per se. I see. Yeah, I would like to spend some time sculpting, uh, scoping out that area. All right, give me a streetwise roll. All right. Or no, yeah, a notice. Notice, all right. Six. Nine. Okay. Uh, that's a success and a raise. Mm-hmm. You kind of just get the lay of the land kind of mark all the entrances and exits. So I'll, train, I'll say if you're trying to infiltrate or exfiltrate, yeah, um, you'll get a plus two. Okay. Any getting in or getting out or 
you know, stealthing or being unobserved. That kind Sweet. Of thing. I think other than that, other than just kind of checking that place out, is there anything else that... Do we know the guys in not right now. No. They're not. It's it's it's, it's not. I mean, like it's the wrong festival day. So it's yeah. it's um, talking donkey festival day. Oh, what Steve would love this. <laughs> oh man, he's gonna be really bummed out when I don't tell him about this one. <laughs> so like they have, uh, you know, like little. The donkeys on the carousel riding around in a circle, oh, yeah. and you know the little kids are riding on them, and the, they're like having fun and stuff. And the donkeys are all like, "This sucks." Is there any happy donkeys? Home. No, no happy donkeys. Nope. Even like a like a a modestly okay mule or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's its own I'm special. Sure, I'm pretty sure whole, that's our new. Oh, band that's name. Wednesday. That's that's its own special exhibition at this. Right. So you can go into the tent. <laughs> Pay a bronze angle and see the <laughs> modestly, uh, moderately, <laughs> moderately okay mule. Moderately okay mule. I mean, things get th- tough sometimes, but I guess I'm all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's I forgot. That's Wednesday's okay. celebration. <laughs> um, no, it's okay. Don't bother yourself over me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to put you out. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess I've had enough of Steve, so I don't need to deal with any more of that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess uh, yeah. Other than that, other than scoping the area out, I mean, hmm. So it's basically collecting like, not necessarily protection money, but just money in general from these guys. Well, no, no, they they don't. Even want they just want the message to be. They want the message else. delivered, and the message is take their precious thing, which is the stone. Mm-hmm. Take their which will Could absolutely it, not spawn off wonder crystal spiders to kill us. Yeah, this he is, didn't say one way or the other. But we're not supposed to kill people. You can. He up said to up, ten. To, up to ten. Oh, well. that's a lot of leeway. Yeah, <laughs> that's that works. For um, me. I guess I'm. Do they bring that stone out during the celebration, or is it somewhere nearby that they can actually... Uh, you probably have to ask around, because you don't know. Okay. Like... I asked one of the mules. <laughs> <laughs> the mule's like, I'm rather busy here carrying this overexcited child. <laughs> but to tell the truth, I really don't know anything about the <laughs> Moonlight Brigade, it sounds like. <laughs> A bunch of cock and mamey religious nonsense. Oh, great. A nihilistic uh, donkey. Nihilistic donkey. Um, alright, thanks. <laughs> Have fun. I'm Alvin the Atheist Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Follow me on Twitter. Yeah. At Alvin the Atheist. <laughs> um, Alvin the Atheist D. <laughs> <laughs> Easy D! Yeah, I guess I get, I'll go asking around. Can I use Streetwise or anything like yeah. that for that? Right, it's totally. Just, totally. Four? Yeah. So, yeah, you talk to a few friendly beggars and that kind of thing. Just peep, you know, and the beggars kind of know what's going on usually. And uh, one of them. A uh, beggar girl named Lily Black says, "Yes, 
More cockney, please. <laughs> really do cockney. I'm so bad at it. But yeah, oh, uh, uh, Hello, Governor. Hey, yo. Why do you look at him? Roses for a half penny. No. I heard <laughs> the Midnight, Midnight Moonlight Brigade is going to hold a secret induction ceremony for new acolytes tonight at the Greenleaf Tenements on North End of Cheap Street. <laughs> this is like a bigger woman or bigger, bigger girl. girl. Yeah. Jeez. Um, bigger they're person. all goofy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I. Thanks. I mean. Tip her, a, tip her a coin, a rilk, I guess. Not a rilk, a silver coin. <laughs> what am I? How about Ooh. a bronze angle? <laughs> How about Jeez. a bronze angle? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, a whole silver. Thank you, Governor. Yeah. Oh. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> Did you need me to shine that for you, too? <laughs> I guess I'll uh, follow up on that little bit of evidence with you guys and... Figure out what you guys want to do. Do you want to just wait out until the next day, or do you want to? <sighs> well, they they're going to hold the induction ceremony tonight. Yes. So let's crash that. Storm. Uh-huh. You think is going to be there? Well, if it's that precious, yeah. Yeah, sure. Then we can burn it out. Okay. Any other preparations? I don't have anything. Urinate beforehand. Yeah, it's always good. Yeah. Hydrate. Do my. <laughs> Do my before stealing shit stretches. A bit of tai Chi just to loosen things up. Truck and Bessie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, keep keep the donkey day information away from Steve. Make sure I have good and steel. So yeah, you you wait till nightfall and then make your way down to Cheap Street, close to home or close to your former home, uh, to the Greenleaf Tenements. You're greeted at the main entrance by an old woman casually sweeping the day's collection of dust off the front stoop. She says, Hello, hello, what what business do you have at this late hour? Sweep, 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 sweep. And she uh, makes kind of like this gesture to you, like this, bringing oh. your hands together in sort of a circle. That's where they just crack pop shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you need us to roll for anything, or can we just reciprocate the... Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah, we reciprocate the moon hand signal. Okay. She she bows humbly, and then rash she does. (laughs) Uh, Shows us the other moon symbol. She 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 seems to be uh, waiting. Oh boy! Um, Like she's like you know you did the thing, and then like she kind of mm, there's an awkward pause, and she goes. Uh, perhaps you've forgotten the password? I'm, I'm so sorry. It's it's our first time here. Could you maybe give us a little break? Sure you got it, Joe's voice change? Yes, I did. <laughs> give me a perspective. I'm going to look at Gabby and just be like, oh. I'm incognito. Oh. Reynolds. <laughs> Persuade, you say? Yes. I'm pretty sure I can one-shot her. I got a persuasion, too. It's minus two if you're untrained? Yes. Oh, dude, I'm trained in it. Yeah. Fishy. Yeah, no, I'll go to... uh, I'll show it today. You forget that... You (laughs) you forgot that, you know, the other thing, and I nudge, nudge five. (laughs) She 
She says, oh, well, you, you seem like a honest young man. Uh, <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, jeez. She says, uh, uh, I'm sure you've just, you've forgotten it in the excitement of the day. Uh, yeah, we went to that donkey thing. The, the, the oh, press the, one, the, the, not the, the talking donkey, yes. Uh, yeah, that's something to see. And talk to. Uh-huh, Exactly. You know, something about small-town girl living in a lonely world. Oh, <laughs> my God. Midnight train. Does that ring any bells? South Detroit. Stone in love. No. Street light people. <laughs> Don't stop believing. Yeah. You, 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 you. Yes, you, you're so close. If you just, the name of the, the, the bard. Steve Perry. <laughs> the band. Aerosmith. Aeros- <laughs> Journey. Oh, Journey, yes, that's the password. <laughs> oh, lovely. I said fucking Why am I the smart one? I'm off my head bar. Spike. I'm an assassin. Thief. Oh, you're always Dude. the bard. Shut up. God oh, damn. I said Aerosmith for Journey. Oh, my God. Ah, I'm going to take shit for being a bard tonight. At least take an arcane background now. <laughs> <laughs> and I can use that card you gave me. Having successfully <clears throat> disavowed, uh, there's a D word. Decode, decoded, devised, derived, divined, divined. Having successfully divined the password, shall we? Jesus, uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, I, I know it. I know these are exciting times for young novices and acolytes. She makes a little sign again, and. Uh, just keep going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, second floor, fifth door on the left. All right. Okay. F- floor two, door five. On the left. Don't get the left. Up. Especially since it's a three-floor building. <laughs> <laughs> Three-story. Whatever. All right. Um, Have fun, boys. Yeah, exactly. We walk. I try to get in there before she figures out anything else is wrong with us. When we walk in, is it a pretty like is it a pretty basic building or is it like pretty extravagant? Um, neither. It's it's actually like very well kept up working class. Uh. So you're in a fairly modest part of town, but it's not like the dirty hovels. Uh, the wood is varnished and polished, and uh, things seem to be pretty well maintained. You go upstairs, you see. Uh, Go down to uh, door five on the left. And it's a bright white wooden door with no visible lock or handle. Oh shit. You hear like the sound of chanting. Mm-hmm. I will pull the hood of my dark robe over my head. Okay. And I will nudge my companions to do the same. Okay. Alright. Uh, yeah. Well, you get the hoods up and like are like, do we knock or what? And the good? door opens, and there's a beautiful woman, knockout, uh, dressed in pure white robes. And she has a moonstone encrusted gold necklace. I need to go back real <laughs> She says, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was useful. Thank you. <laughs> I am Fair Bay. Of course. High Priestess are. of the Moonlight Brigade, oh, and I bid you welcome. Did you say Fair Bay? Yes. Fair Bay. Fair Bay. F E H E R. 
B-A-Y. Okay. I don't want to say Fair Bay, so. Fair Bay. And she does the whole hand gesture thing again. Uh, Journey. <laughs> Station. Uh, she says, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, please come in. Uh, she bows and ushers you toward a cleansing room. Says, uh, prepare for your journey. There's an empty table to place your gear on, a water basin, a vessel of water, and a multitude of hanging white robes. Hanging white White, white robes hanging oh. on hooks. Okay. So you're going to take off your grubby or splendid common clothes and yeah. uh, get dressed up as acolytes. Mm. I have this gate going on here, guys. Um, I don't like it. I'm not a big fan of it either. Uh, we'll be fine. Just strips. Oh, 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 God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be fine. Oh. <laughs> it's okay, um, my wee friends. Don't be intimidated. Oh, I don't think intimidation is <laughs> the Is there a way I can get my mini crossbow from the black clothes to the white robe without? <laughs> uh, yeah, stealth check if you want to conceal any. Yeah. Weapons. I would like to stay armed. Still. Nine. Okay, yeah. You uh the robes are fairly loose and voluminous and you can kinda like hang it on a sling under there, so it it's not uh obvious. You don't want to know where I'm hiding the bolts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, are, are either of you other two trying no. to sneak anything in under your robes? I think I'm fine. I have a rapier that I would attempt to, but it's not going to happen. I'm not. Can gonna... I sneak Bessie in under my robes? Yeah. I... Uh, minus four to your stealth check. My stealth of. Yeah, okay. I guess. I mean, I'll. Go Can with... I sneak a knife in with me? Yes. Can I sneak a rapier in with me? Uh, minus two. That's all. Okay. Uh, seven. Yeah. You... Or well, eight. But yeah. Cool. All right. Solid. Uh, yeah, you're able to... A, a knife isn't a particular problem, Gabby Joe. Okay. So, uh, you come out and file in with the other aspirants who are kneeling before the high priestess in a black iron box on a pedestal. And Fair Bay kind of stands up at the front and she starts speaking about the Moonlight Brigade's values, morals, and aspirations of delivering their message to all those deemed unclean. Her tone soon soon turns a darker shade of enthusiastic glee as she continues the ceremony, defending the cult's discretional actions and past events. Very soon, and soon after that, a male acolyte enters the room with a glass decanter filled with a milky white liquid. Fair Bay begins chanting a rhythmic mantra, encouraging all pleasants to join in in the droning hymn. Uh, and as, so they... Oh wee, oh wee, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Junk of love. <laughs> and, and so over this droning chant, you know, once she gets everyone going, she says, It is time. You have journeyed far, and now we will find out how far you are willing to journey. I hold the lifeblood of Shebal, the highest deity and mother nurturer of our faith. Each of you here shall drink of her loving embrace as a testament of devotion and willingness to dedicate your life to her and we who serve. If you are found clean and worthy, you shall rejoice in everlasting life. If not, 
than death shall welcome you tonight with its cold embrace. Stay or depart. Only you can dictate which journey is yours. And so she, she says that, and like 80% of the people stay, and a few people are like, uh-uh. You know Back out, you know? I'm just kind of experimenting with different religions. Yeah, I'm trying to find my... So, so a few people go out, and there's no... I have to find myself before I find it. There's Is no, there any stone that we can see there? Anything... Uh, give me a notice check. Notice. Five, four, six, eight. Nice. Uh, there is certainly this black iron box up at the front that looks like it should contain, probably contain such a stone. There's what's your butt? <laughs> Fine bay. Um, fair bay. <laughs> Have we ever heard of whatever this liquid is before? Does it ring any bells? Uh, give me a smarts check minus two. My weakness. <laughs> Let me know if you... Oh, there you go. Nice. Eight. You have heard of Shabal among the, you know, thousand deities on the streets of the gods. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this thing, like it's kind of an Earth Mother thing. So, Mother Milk, maybe? It, but you know, you haven't heard specifically about this ritual. I see. Okay. Hmm. How many other than her, like guards or priests or whatever, ballpark? Um, none. Really? It's just acolytes and her. This is a peaceful religious ceremony. Except for the, the drinking the thing that might be poison. That and her talking about. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's all newbies here. Yeah, no, there are. uh, I'll say that there's six priests in the room, but they don't seem to be armed. Is the liquid making its way around to us at all? Yeah. Okay. Uh, People are, yeah, like one of the priests has it, and he's just tipping a sip into each person's mouth as he goes around, and people look really freaking nervous to take it. So you know, first guy. And he's fine, and he seems really relieved. Second guy... I'm going in. Fine, and he seems relieved. Third guy, fine, and he seems really relieved, and then it gets to you. I'm going in, guys. You gonna take the drink? (laughs) I'm gonna take the drink. (laughs) Alright. So uh, I want to see what all this hubbub's about. (laughs) Alright, give me a spirit check. Oh, I can do that. Is that six on this? Yeah, six. Six. Yeah. So you you drink it and it's like that's just milk. Oh fuck! <laughs> it's like it's fucking cow milk, not even chunky. Nice. Um. Whoa, whoa! I don't trust it. Yeah, yeah. Gabby Joe's <laughs> lactose intolerant. <laughs> Non-chunky milk in this day and age. Come on. <laughs> What's the over-under on something bad happening? If I just be like, ah, it tastes like milk. Tastes like chicken. Yeah, just... I mean, Go for it. It's my it's reaction. Like, I'm, I'm like all nervous. I'm like, oh, guys, it just tastes like milk. And that's it. There, there's like gasps of shock. <laughs> she says, please, silence initiates. <laughs> Respect the holy the holy beauty of this moment. And then the, the pitcher comes to you, Gabby Joe. Oh, fuck if Tashian did it, I can do it. Yeah, okay. easily. You don't need to roll. 
Okay. You got spirit it's milk. Days, I'm guessing. Okay. And then it comes to you. I was just hoping for a vigor roll. Uh, give me a vigor roll. Oh. Minus four. Dickness four. <laughs> Twelve. Bring it. Twelve. Nice. Thirteen. Despite your lactose intolerance. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a thing now. <laughs> Gabby Joe's lactose intolerance. <laughs> Added as a hindrance, a minor hindrance. Lactose intolerance. <laughs> My only weakness. The room fills with the sound. <laughs> I think I took my pill this morning. Jesus. Double. Can I do a detect magic ritual on it first? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Everyone wait ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> I want to see if this is really milk or not. While I do a bardic spell from Shut another up. setting and Shut another up. system. <laughs> it was in the tome on our boat. wearing a kilt. <laughs> it was in the tome on our boat. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't want to drink it. Then don't. You Walk can back away. out? Yeah, okay. I'm done. I'm out. Okay. You just like, that's it. And no joke. No, thank you. No. Hang your, leave your robe at the door. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll loiter though. Yeah, you, you can hang out yeah. in the cleansing room. There's a few other people like putting their street clothes back. They won't on. let me watch the rest of the ceremony. Watch my friends get initiated. No. I really want to shoot her. They're just giving out milk. That's like all they're doing. I mean, I don't trust it. I mean, the other thing is we still have to find the stone. Right. So, all right. I'll go in the dressing room. Call me when you need a ruckus. What's the uh, what's the what's the code? What's the uh, signal? The pre room. <laughs> no, I'm serious, guys. It tastes like milk. That's the uh, that's the signal. Uh, cheese, cheese. All right, I, I got I got a good. All right. All right. So so the ceremonial test ends. And for all of you who succeeded, Fairbay says, Welcome. Well, uh, we welcome you into the Moonlight Brigade. And she moves toward the Black Iron Box and starts clicking over. It's got all these mechanical tumblers on it. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, can we, can we try and pay attention to the orders that she tumbles them in? Absolutely. Give me a notice check. Five. Also a five. All right. You kind of like, you I know, the first couple digits. You got out of it's like a think of like a suitcase lock. Yep. Oh yeah. You, <laughs> with seven digits, you got four of them. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> one, one, one. Let <laughs> me change the password on my luggage. Six nine, six nine. Yeah, four twenty zero zeros. <laughs> um, I. And then she opens the box. Yeah. Revealing an empty black velvet cushion. <gasps> dun dun dun. Does she seem shocked at all? Is no. It... Oh, fine. Oh. Empty black, huh? She says. Velvet cushion. Oh, that's right. It's being cleansed. <laughs> what? Well, I'm reading this too. I'm like, what? Um, <laughs> um, they have one of those golf ball washers. <laughs> <laughs> Giant championship size. Yeah. Uh. She says, yes, the, the gem that is in this box that grants us insight into the future uh, will be there tomorrow at the Moonlight Brigade, the Eye of Shabal. Gather your possessions and 
Meet me tomorrow night, just before midnight, at the Moonlight Festival, dressed in your new white robes. What is this, a, a timeshare? I, I just wanted to see the thing. I just wanted to see the eye. Damn it. You saw the box. Oh, that's true. Where, where are we meeting you tomorrow? Uh, Festival, Street, Festival Street, just before midnight, for the Festival of the Full Moon. Okay. Damn werewolves. It's annual Full Moon Festival. Alright. I guess we all, I live in a little bit of a huff. Uh, we all, I'm guessing, live. we don't stick around, right? We're not like, oh, how'd you do it with the milk? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I don't feel like we couldn't could follow her. Presumably she's going to go where it is. That's true. Is this whole building, this is like an inn? Not it's an inn. apartment building, basically. Sure. Uh, so, so they have a private too. apartment. But it seems like ceremonial space more than living quarters. So, um, the priests go out to the changing room and you know put on their their street clothes and are like, yeah, yeah, pretty good turnout tonight. Yeah, that was uh, pretty pleased. I think, uh, yeah, we'll be able to you know be a big deal tomorrow. Should be hundreds of people. We have so many new initiates into the cult. I mean the the club. <laughs> You guys budgeted the buffet for that uh, level of response. Uh, no, it's it's yeah. Bring bring your own. Yeah. It's potluck. We always do potlucks with these things. Fucking Luther. Would you like to sign up for the like we we don't, don't we we have lots of like salad and dessert, but uh, you know if if any of you guys would like to bring a main dish, that'd be swell. Something with meat. Brand drowning rats for the whole party. It'll be cold. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was my that. internal monologue. <clears throat> or maybe I should bring something hot. <laughs> oh my god, that was oof. Classic. So yeah, do you want to uh, like try to follow her or? The priests, or just go home and call it good. I'll follow her. I think it's worth trying to follow her. Okay. Like, even if it doesn't lead anywhere tonight, at least it's an option that we explored. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, you get changed back into your dark clothing. You have a cloak of stealth. Do I? It was on your ulcer. I did. And I, I, so I tried putting, like, None of your stuff. There's no length. Thief's mark. cloak. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I bought that last uh, one. That's plus the one the stealth and dim or dark light. Yes. Uh, so yeah, she comes out wearing street clothes, um, dressed like uh, like a noble, basically, or a low level noble. We're gonna steal them for shit. <laughs> uh, a member of Alba. And she has a couple of three of her al- acolytes. Uh, or not acolytes, but um, full-fledged priests uh, escorting her. And uh, they're walking north, uh, and she's kind of going on about, you know, her religious zeal and setting things right in Lankmar and Hmm. how so much will be revealed tomorrow. Uh, Give me self-checks, by the way. Six. Eleven. Okay. Twelve with my feet. So I've never 
to use that, but must be four. Okay. Um, yeah, you two are like shadows, and Gabby Joe has enough common sense to just like stay well back. <laughs> like it's basically like you two are like standard following distance behind her, yeah. and I'm standard following distance behind you. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and like just trying to look like you're wandering, not really following. Uh, oh, look at that building. So yeah, they walk uh, several blocks and get to uh, what you s- assume to be her home. And they kind of drop her off at the door. And they're like, okay, good night. We'll see you tomorrow. Yep, yep, okay. And she goes in. Okay. You see lights come on. Um, you see so a curvaceous silhouette. In the it's super, is it super, like... That's what it's a pretty building. nice building, right? A pretty nice... Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, it's one of the smaller estates in the Noble District, so like yours, but nicer. But not, like... The super duper rich, mm-hmm. um, locked gate, high wall, locked door. Obviously, a staff on the grounds. You see guards. So I mean, she lives like the other nobles uh, behind locked walls and barbed wire. <clears throat> when the priests leave, are they going back the way they came? Or are they going off to a third location? Uh, they're going off to looks like Just a third location. Like they're, they're going home, basically. Okay. I'm pretty sure I could one shot her. I want to steal from her. But, uh, yeah. Those are not mutually exclusive concepts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would definitely think about that. Uh, we can try burgling the place and seeing what happens. Yeah. yeah. Thieves. Let's give it a go. I need to set a fire to cover our tracks. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too Somebody's long. To put- <laughs> it has been. It's, it's been a whole <laughs> day. <Somebody's> been burning <laughs> footprints in the... The grass. Getting itchy here. <laughs> so yeah, you see uh, it's a high wall. Has some decorative but not very imposing spikes at the top. Seems like there's a single gate. Two guards at the gate. Front entrance. Probably also an entrance around the side. Uh, you saw doors being locked. So uh, obstacles you have are the wall, the guards, the doors, and then whatever interior guards and or household staff. But just kind of casing it out for a while, like, you know, it was pretty late. She gets home, the lights, gets ready for bed. You see lights going down all over the house. So it seems like, you know, the house is sort of closed up for the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I... Want to sneak in? As we're, I'm looking for points of entrance besides front gate. Um, is there any uh, side gates that look maybe a little rusty, or possibly that has something I could climb over the fence with? What, like like a like a tree that I could clear the distance. Uh, roll a d6. All right. Five. Yeah, there is a tree. Um, you can tell they've trimmed it back every, you know, three or four years in the past. Yeah. But it's kind of due again, and it's growing close to the gate and actually has branches, that, or not the gate, but close to the fence, kind mm-hmm. of around back. And there's a limb that sort of extends out by the top of the wall. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll scamper up over the up onto that for sure. 
All right, give me a climbing check or an athletics check of plus two. Athletics, sorry. Not a hard tree to climb. Four, six. Okay, yep. All right. Scamper up there. Um, Is anybody else coming in with me, or am I just... I'm not so good with the scampering. Oh, that's right. I'll just pick a lock. Find a door. Pick the lock to the gate? Sure. With the two guards at it? Fine, I'll scamper. Okay. Or we just kill the guards. I'm pretty sure I can one-shot them. Athletics check. <laughs> Plus two. Plus two? Mm-hmm. No problem. West gen. Seven. Which I should have asked before at this point. When they left, did they take the box with them? No. Okay. All right, so yeah, you're up, you're up in a tree. You can easily get to the top of the wall. Okay. Uh, where are you, Yabby Joe? Loitering? Okay. <laughs> the loiter- loitering is totally valid. Give me a... <laughs> Scrolling on this phone on the corner. Roll to act casual. <laughs> what kind of roll would oh. you like? Uh, just a... Streetwise? Yeah. Three. So yeah, you're like... Hourglasses... I got hourglasses here. Hourglasses. Spare armadillo, man. Spare armadillo. (laughs) But you're not attracting much attention at this point. So, um, just another weirdo out in the streets, basically. But a terrifying weirdo. So, yeah, you guys are basically at the top of the wall. All right. Um, is there any, there's no, like, um, I guess possible dogs or anything like that. that Give me a notice check at minus two. Solid. Six. Um, nine? Okay. Uh, you're pretty sure there's no dogs uh, just because when she came home, no dogs came to greet her. All right. Which they always would every single yeah, time. every single uh, time. You've watched this too many times. So You've been gone so long. Like, just, you see, like, Way down at the end of the wall by the gate, you see the guards. They're staying alert, but they're mostly watching through the gate, not out into the street, not looking in the courtyard. And you don't see any sign of animal activity in the courtyard. I go ahead to get over the gate, to jump over the gate from the tree that we are. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I need to roll for that? Athletics? or Just an athletics. All right. To kind of drop down, drop and roll silently. Four. Okay, yeah. You tuck and roll. And All right. Manage to do it without making too much noise. All right. You going to follow me in there? Sure. Let me figure out how to get him in. Yeah, I was thinking opening the front gate, really. If you bring up a rope or something, I can probably... Well, is it like, what kind of gate is it? Is it like a block gate, or is it like a Victorian uh, stick? You know, iron... Two two hinge. Iron or I meant gate. the fence. Sorry, not the, the gate. locks. Uh, the gate. The the, the fence wall itself. is like a stone wall. Oh it's yeah, sixteen feet high. Yeah. Do we have a? Yeah, I uh, toss up. I we must have some kind of rope, right? Yeah, you pretty much always have. Yeah, rope. always. Yeah. It's just there. Uh, yeah, I toss up the rope to go to the other side and I give it a little bit of a. A little bit. I'll tie it off to something. Is there, yeah, I'll look for something to tie it off to. And Yeah, there's a uh, 
growling mastiff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that looks like a good one. There's a uh, a a piece of statuary that All right. looks solid. Solid enough for him. It had outweighed Gabby Joe okay, by good. at least a couple pounds. Wow, good. Finally, something that. <laughs> That's a big dog. <laughs> um, yeah, I threw that up for him. Uh, give it a nice little tug to signal that it is ready. All right, you don't have any takers on your hourglasses. I'm really disappointed. But, but a rope kind of falls quietly down on the outside of the wall uh, and, like, wiggles a little bit. I will climb said rope. Okay, athletics at plus two. Eleven. All right, up and over, no problem. Yeah, that, that's not the problem. The problem is the being quiet afterwards. Right. Well, <laughs> each steps. You're inside the wall, mm-hmm. so like you could just let them infiltrate, and then when things go south, you could barge that's in as a, loud as you want. You're on muscle. In, a good plan. Yeah, you're on muscle in the shadows. I'll All right. Find, I'll find yeah, a nice convenient it. tree and or statuary to hide behind. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to look for the nearest window that is... I mean, they're not like barred windows, right? She's... Nope. All right, yeah. Uh, you've got to cross about probably 50 feet of open courtyard, though, to oh. get to the building. It's dark. It Can is we dark. Time in the, the night. Can we talk, like, uh, tie in the uh, guard dark location? Queen dark Because are they walking around? <laughs> no, they're just standing at the gate. Oh, that's, they're only standing at the gate. There's no Just one. so you know that it's There's a no one patrolling a character now. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's Darkwing Duck. Yeah, I'm going to go move we'll at that kind of slow pace. Would that because they're dim light, or is that... Uh, it is, it's dark. It's night, so I'll give you uh, plus two, plus whatever your cloak gives you on stealth. Okay. Good thing I have that. I'll, uh, give, I'll give them a notice, though. All right, yeah, that's uh, seven. Okay. Dashing for it? We got a stealth thing, kind of. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Alright, the guards remain oblivious to your presence. As you get up to the edge of the building, you're in the shrubberies. Shrubberies? Alright. I kind of feel for the window. I mean, if it. See which way it opens. If it's you know hinging or if there's any sliding of it whatsoever. Uh, it's a shutter style shutter. window that right. seems to open out. All right. Um, I slowly do that while peeking in, just to kind of get a you know line of sight into the, whatever room we're at. Yeah, the room is dark. Okay. Um, it's a ground floor room, so probably not a bedroom. People tend to put their bedrooms up on the mm-hmm. higher levels here, so. Um, uh, give me a stealth without the benefit of your cloak. Okay. Because you're trying to not make noise. Yeah. Ooh, fuck. Devil ones. Alright. So yeah, you just like... She Kevin McAllister in the house. Get the latch. <laughs> you know, kind of get your dagger in there and get the latch open. Oh, yeah. And then... Kind of pry a little bit, get your fingers in there, and just I like pull I'm all the glass, ease <laughs> this thing open, and like apparently this is the window that no one ever opens. Oh yeah, and the hinges are rusty and shit, and this thing just goes. <laughs> you would think 
stop after that first <laughs> a couple of seconds no it was a, I heard the scream it was so loud that I jerked it I was like oh Jesus and I, yeah there's a little tinkle of glass <laughs> as a fiend falls out and uh, the guards are like what was that oh boy right. so they start double meow st- <laughs> double stepping over to the that side of the house mm-hmm. and you also at the same time see lights coming like you know the room that you're looking into is dark Mm -hmm. but the door to like a hall is open and you sort of see like approaching lantern light or candlelight coming down the hall uh can we scurry around to the opposite side of the just around the corner to the other side of the house sure sure give me a stealth at minus two this time uh yeah nine two you can, you get your cloak and you get plus two for darkness, though. Plus two? Yeah. You're still in the dark. Oh, so f- six or five? Three plus two, right? Three plus three. Three plus three. Okay, that's what I was trying to figure so out. six. six. All right, yeah, you, you two around the corner of the house, and the guards get up to the window, and they're like, that's not right. I think there's thieves on the ground. I think so, too. You go in the house, wake the others, uh, make sure they haven't already gotten in, and I'm going to patrol the perimeter. I would go, I would throw my rope back over the wall and go blast through the gate, make it look like you're leaving, like you're the guy that was there. Oh, I don't know that I can blast through the gate if it's locked. You said there were, like, metal gates? Yeah. They're not at the gate, so I'll run over to the gate quick and see if it's locked from this side, if there's a way to unlock it quickly. Um, yeah, if you had a key, it would certainly unlock it. Okay. I'll just prepare Alita. I need a name for my axe, since it's now a named trademark weapon, whatever. Axel. It's gotta be. Axelina. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, and then I will proceed to try and find a spot from where I can, like, get the jump on the guard who is Patrolling the, glo- the grounds, or the- yeah. If I can get the one who's going inside first, okay, I would do that. So what I'd I'd say where we let me draw a map. Can any of that be erased on the whiteboard? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So like here's your point of entry with the tree over here. All right. Here's the house. Um. Here's the window that you opened. So the guards came over to investigate the window. You guys, you two are like over here now. Uh, you were hiding behind a statue, Gabby mm-hmm. Joe. So these guys came around, looked at the window. One guy is coming this way toward the two of you. The other guy is coming back around to the front to go in and warn people. So you are effectively behind either one of them. Okay. So this guy's going to patrol the outside. Yep. I'm going to let him do his thing. I'm going to go up to this guy first so he doesn't warn anybody else inside. Okay. Are you trying to uh, sneak up on him and get the drop? Or are you just going to, like, silence <laughs> silence him? Sorry. Uh, we're we're going to silence him the old-fashioned way. Yeah, is there a way okay. to consolidate a encounter like that? Yeah. All right. It's called dealing cards. Oh, yeah, I suppose. I was just thinking the... We gotta kill. We gotta. We gotta knock him out before he can do anything. 
Or kill him. Are they wearing armor? Uh, yeah. It's fine. So am I. Alright. We'll do a Deadbolt has the queen. Gabby Joe on a nine. Six. Six for Kurt. Guard patrolling is on a three. Guard going toward the front door is on an eight. So, Deadbolt. Uh, you see this guard coming around the back of the building. He's investigated the window. You guys like, hey, let's run around and get out of sight. Um, and he's coming right toward your location. Okay. I will shoot him in the head. Okay. Eleven. Uh, hits with a raise. Oof. Sixteen. Okay. One of your frost bolts? No. Just a regular one? Yeah. Okay. It's just a milk. Right. Uh, right between the eyes, so there's just like a thwang chunk and the sound of uh, a body falling on the lawn uh, without a scream or anything. He's just down and dead. Uh, so <laughs> done with that. Uh, Gabby Joe. <sighs> You're kind of lumbering. Let's go with charging. Charging? Okay. Yes. Uh, you can get to him this round. He's going to notice you, so he'll get his parry. That's fine. But you're going to be able to land the attack before he can. Okay. Make the swing. Nice. 19? Hits with a raise. Okay. Oh my god. So much damage. Oh my god. Blasted Ooh. almost two. 30. Okay. Oh, fuck. Just as he's, he's like bringing up his sword to block Just. your blow and taking in a breath <laughs> to raise the alarm and shout intruders. He inhales the ass. And just as he, like, head comes off. <laughs> just cleaved. And, uh... He the unfortunate part is he's still inhaling because it, he, his brain is still working for those two seconds. And since it's open on all sides, it just makes a, a whistling sound, which does alert everyone in the compound. So... Stop helping! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Blow so, the whistle! So basically, he, you know, you killed him right on the front steps. Which are now slick with blood. Um, Kurt, um, I uh, is there a window? <laughs> yeah, there are windows all <laughs> along the back. Here. There's also like a uh, <laughs> what looks like a kitchen door kind of thing, or you know, yeah, like, a, a, like a back door yeah. to the garden sort of deal. I'm gonna go uh, go up to that. Mm-hmm. Try to see if it's locked. If it is, mm-hmm. I'll lock pick it. It is locked. Alright. And four. Okay. Uh, it it is now unlocked. Solid. Um, I creak that open. Okay. It the the hinges on this seem well oiled. Solid. Uh often used door. So right. you're uh yeah, in sort of like a mudroom off of the kitchen. Do I see the um, the rays of light from the candle in any direction at all? Uh, give me a notice check. All right. 
happen? No. Um, you hear from the end of the house where you open the window that some servants are kind of gathering, like, well, who opened this window? This window hasn't been open for years. Well, I'll close it. We have, the guards haven't uh, mentioned anything, so, you know, and you hear it, scream, you know, and the, the noise of it going back shut again. All right. Um, but clearly a, some part of the household staff has gathered there to investigate this mystery. All right. Um, However, that's not the part of the house you're in. Yeah. Do we leave no witnesses with the... Uh, the? Uh, oh, we have no witnesses right now. May, yeah, I guess. I just don't want to get caught out. I would rather, like, lock them in a room. <laughs> I mean, as long as we avoid them inside the house. It's I guess fine. it's a sizable house. Um, I guess I slink upstairs to where the stealing possibilities are higher. Okay, give me a stall. <laughs> also the floor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the floor is... Everything's higher on the second floor. Four. Okay, yeah, you like make five. it... Five. Up, up the steps, you know, they, without creaking. You're like, yeah. keeping close to the wall. So, yeah, I guess we'll go out of initiative at this point, but... Uh, yeah, you, you go up like the servant stairs and come out in a hallway that seems to be, you know, the the bedrooms and stuff. Uh, Gabby Joe, you're standing on the front steps uh, in a pool of blood. Mm-hmm. The front door is right there. There don't seem to be any guards, like, looking through the side windows where there might well, be I'm normally guard station, they must have gone to investigate the window. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how much, where you how much are. light is there right here? Uh, there is a light in the the entryway. Like they just have a couple of lanterns going low. Like inside inside? Inside. Not not in out here. Where you are. So how obvious it is is it that there's blood on the steps? Not obvious. Okay. I'll I'll take the body and the head uh-huh. kind of whip the body through the blood a little bit to Mop so it up. It up. Yep. I kind and of I carry them over behind a statue or a bush or something and kind of dump them. Okay. And Deadbolt. Uh, After I. Do you follow me inside it? <laughs> are you. Sure. Alright. Do puppet talk? <laughs> I'm a stupid guard. <laughs> I dragged a dead body through the hallway the other day, so I guess if you. I mean, I kind of swept it. <laughs> Give me a stealth, Deadbolt. Okay. If you're following him. Yeah. Uh, am I getting points for... This is more about not making noise okay. than being unseen. Six. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're also... Basically, the two of you get up, creep up to uh, the top floor. You see a... Like with the Scooby and Shaggy are walking. Yeah. Uh, I'm Scooby. Hallway... <laughs> There is uh, what looks like sort of single-sized doors, and based on how close they are together, it's like, oh, these are the guest bedrooms. Yeah. But then there's, like, halfway down the hall is, like, a big double door to what's clearly the master suite. There's nothing in the hall that looks like a tabernacle for housing a great artifact or something? No. There's uh, art on the walls, um, you know, various side tables with little... Knickknacks and stuff. Expensive knickknacks. Mm-hmm. 
It's a knick-knack, Paddywhack. Give, Give the, the frog, frog alone. alone. This old man's a rolling stone. <sighs> Better than Ikea. Like, Wayfair. <laughs> Wayfair quality knick-knacks. That's not better than Ikea. That's fine. We'll head down to the double doors. Okay. Do what? Uh, check the handle, see if it's locked. It is not locked. Peek inside. Alright. Uh, open the door. There's no light. Coming from within side, it is a bedroom suite. Like, there are multiple rooms inside of here. Yeah. Um, so this is mostly like the more the reception or I don't know sitting sitting room I guess. Yeah. Uh, you see a door in, from within this room. You see there's a door on the left and a door on the right. Can't go wrong with the one right, I guess. <clears throat> Let's do that. Open the door. All right. Gingerly step inside, waiting to be shot with something. Yes. Uh, you... Give me a stealth, both of you. Seven, at least. Curse like, fuck it, I'm tired of being stealthy. Hey! <laughs> yeah, kill all of the... The butler did it. Six? Sure. Yeah. Four is a success for ordinary stuff. So, uh, yeah, you open the door, and uh, it is the actual bedroom, bed. Uh, You hear what seems to be soft snores or breathing, steady breathing, indicating someone's asleep. Okay. Uh, Do a quick... We're listening. We haven't looked inside. Yeah, you you see, like it's it's. There's a little bit of moonlight coming through the window, um, so you know you sort of see the dim outline of like a bed and a dresser and the type of furnishings that would be in a bedroom. And there's the box is not in plain sight. I'm guessing. Give me a notice. Minus two. Two. Be all kinds of things in here. Yeah. You see the box. Okay. My two cents on it. Four. Minus two. Two. <laughs> uh. Maybe there's that room on the other side, which maybe is a bathroom, but it might be like a shrine or something. Yeah? I mean, it's her private chambers, so, and she's, like, a religious... Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had, to, I've had to relieve myself since the whole donkey thing, so I gotta... Yeah. If it is a bathroom, that'd be great. Hope it's a slow flush. Um, all flow. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to be lost by going over and checking before stomping into this room. Okay. Uh, that door also opens. Okay. Very quiet. And it is actually like her study and, uh, for lack of a better term, shrine. I mean, there is a there is a little shrine area with candles and uh, the religious um, 
symbol of Shabal. Uh, it's very moony kind of symbology. Yeah. Um, what is the rule on that? Do we have werewolves here? I mean, we had vampires last. Vampires in quotations. Um, Give me a smarts roll. I'm gonna think. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Four? Yeah, you've heard there could stories be of werewolves. Like, there that's could be. part of the, you know, crazy stories, of course, but. Do we see the box? You don't see the box. However, on the shrine, or in, there is uh, what appears to be the Stone. moonstone. Oh. I would like to interject while all this is happening. I'm checking the body of the guard for valuables and keys. Okay. Eight gold rilks in small denominations. And the key to the gate. Perfect. Um, I say we grab the impossible moonstone and light it. Yeah. On the second floor? Don't say mm-hmm. that word around him. Light it. <laughs> <laughs> We can do both. Yeah. Uh, is there a window in this room? Yes. All right. Let us slip inside and shut the door behind us. Okay. <laughs> Creating a nice little... Yeah. Um, I'll go to the window, see if I can get it open without making any noise. Give me a stealth roll. Plus two. Okay. Ten. Okay. Yeah. Quietly open it. Okay. You'll have a 15-foot drop. Like coming off the wall into the back garden, but okay, uh, that's nothing for you. Yeah. Uh, what's the difference between the stone and the drop? Uh, the shrine is not near the window, so you'd have to cross the room about fifteen feet to get to the window. I mean, this, it's a shrine, right? Does it have any kind of candles or anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tapestries. Sure. Yeah. All kinds of, like, flouncy, frilly things in here. We have to light it on fire. We have to cover our skate. Yeah. We really don't. What they do for Prince? go down? He said deliver the message. The message is... Which is stealing the thing. Okay. The message is if you keep doing this, if you don't pay us on time, we kill your gods and burn down your house. It's a cult, I feel like. I don't care. I'm here for the monkey. Um, You're in there, I'm not. You can do whatever you want. Looking at where the stone is, Mm -hmm. what is it sitting on? It's just on like a little velvet pillow on the top of the altar. Snatch it. You were saying you will? Yeah, I'll snatch it. I'll see what happens. Alright. I'm willing to risk it. Throw me the idol. I throw you the whip. (laughs) (laughs) We're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Um, So you just like, why not? Take it. Grab it. Um, And you hear a snort of X of surprise through two closed doors mm. and stirring of She's something to leave. getting out of the lock on this door. Uh, roll a d6. Three? No. Okay. I start flicking, I start flicking the candles down onto anything that looks like Oh, uh, yeah, there are chairs. It's like a little study, but the door opened out from the room that you're in. Set okay. the chair up anyways just for yeah. the comedic and... Wow, um, the yeah, knock some candles into tapestry yeah, and, and dive out the window. Dive out the window. Well, the candles aren't lit right now. Oh, well, fuck. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I feel like that would have been useful information. 
Um, well, when you ask, are there candles? And the answer is yes. It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, there's still candles. Okay. They're just not all lit. Right, all right. We don't have any way of making fire. Kingdom uh, for a zip. So yeah. Um, uh oh. Summon ish. As you when you grab the stone and you like hear the sounds, like some clouds part <laughs> revealing the almost full moon or you know the first day of the full moon. Oh, oh look at that. Look at that. Deuce. Oh, for fuck's Deuce. Sake. Deuce. Three. Ooh. I got uh, the highs. Oh, oh she gets the joker. <laughs> oh. So yeah, the um I'm so glad you grabbed it first. It's <laughs> fine. I'll avenge you. The the door bursts open. Yeah. And uh standing before you is a really sexy um silvery haired were- werewolf. <laughs> and uh you disturbing the moonstone uh disturbed her dreams and she's just going to uh run forward and claw each of you with a wild attack. Which means plus two to hit, plus two damage, but minus two to repair. So on deadbolt, will a six hit your parry? Uh, yes. Okay. Thirteen versus your toughness. Yeah. <laughs> Jump out the window. Okay. He gave me a two of spades. <laughs> <laughs> That's two wounds and shaken. Uh, can I soak that right away? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. I don't and get hit. Vigor. It is vigor. I just bumped that. Five. Uh, soaks one. You're still shaking. Okay. So one more to shake. And the other attack on Kurt. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Nine plus four is thirteen, which should hit with a raise. Should hit my yeah my parry. Your parry is nine. Nine, yeah. Okay, so it hits with a raise. Um, strength and a d six plus four. Oh, that's gonna hurt. Even by <laughs> nine and four is thirteen versus your toughness. Throw the stone out the window. Ah, yeah, that's <laughs> twice plus one. My toughness. I you, know, you don't wear armor. Not twice. Right. So you get a plus two to your soak. Would that have changed? Have it would put have given you me seven. A seven. Yeah. So same thing. Good. Yeah. So I have seven and hit me with thirteen. So that hits the raise. Yeah. So you have so. a wound and shaken. You can soak that if you wish. Yes. Try to soak it. Give me a vigor roll. Plus two. No, oh, I, I have armor. Has armor. Oh, three. So, so no, no. Let's spend another penny. Would that unshake me? If yes. I yes. It? Oh, I go for it. I don't want to be shaken in the same room as this thing. Five. Okay, that soaks the wound. You're not shaken. All right. So it is you. Um. Let's see here. I'll get my rapier. 
and I'll attack. Eight. That'll hit. No raise. All right. Damage is strength, which is now a six. Four. Nope. Oh. All right. Spades, hearts, diamonds, clubs. So, uh, dead, dead Um, I will try to unshake first. I guess. That's spirit. Mm-hmm. Touch of spirit, eh? Deadly duel. Wow. Seven. Yeah, no trick. Okay. That's the old rule. I. So she just ran in the room. Mm-hmm. We're staying there, slack jawed like a bunch of goof eye. Um, I will start by putting a frost bolt into her. Okay. What could possibly go wrong? You'll need a six to hit just because she's within parry. She's at close range. Okay. Just applaud you. So. Nice. 19, 8, 20. Hits with a raise. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> oh, again? There you go. D4s. Anyone D4s? Thank you. Okay. So that's 3, 5, 7, 7, plus 12, 19. Got it. Plus 16. 16. 16, okay. So 23. 23, yes. Okay. With the frost bolt, so I don't know if that adds extra. Yeah, the frost bolt is an extra d6. Oh. 25. Hold damage. 25, you say. Yeah. That is 18 over her toughness. She's going to spend the bending and try to soak some of that. Save that thing. Oof. 10, 13. Now, 18 would be four wounds, okay. and that's the cap, house rolls. Uh, and she soaks three of them. Okay. So she's at one wound and shaken. Still a wound. Yeah. Okay. She lets out with a. Okay. Um, Can I grab him by the collar and. Dive towards the window? Yes. Okay. Uh, at, athletics check at minus two, since now you're kind of in the multi action penalty territory. Fair enough. So, minus two. I have a plus two, so it oh. cancels. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you. So you have the stone, you grab Kurt, and you kind of just go crashing through the window. Gabby Joe! <laughs> Get the gate! <laughs> uh, you, you land in a soft shrubbery. Okay. So you don't take any damage from the fall. Best kind of shrubbery. <laughs> um, Four, six, nine, and a ten. So 
she is going to leap out the window after you. Uh, taking no damage, landing uh, feraly. Superhero landing in the garden, and however, her attack is going to be her second action, so minus two, and minus three. Oh, thank you, minus three. Uh, but she's going to wild attack, so so it's really minus one. Five will not hit. And no, she misses and misses. Swish, swish. Give me spirit checks. Me too, I assume. Uh, you're not there yet because you're there on the back side of the house and you're oh, on the front side of okay. the house. I don't realize that. I assume with my 17. turn, I throw the hollow ran towards that side or something. That's reasonable. Ten is spirit check. Seventeen on mine. Okay, you. Kind of, you had enough clues leading into this that, like, you were totally expecting werewolves. A five. All right. Yeah, you're okay, too. Um, give me all, roll a d6, everyone. Four. Four. Deuce. You two roll off. Six. Three. Deadbolt. You realize uh, that whole thing from the Sundaru... Like, you still have that silver dagger. Yeah, there was a silver dagger and a bolt, the magic bowl and the silver dagger, and the bowl was some magic thing you were going to fence and you hadn't gotten around to it. It's just like sitting in the apartment. But, like, you just put that dagger in one of your dagger slots. Shoot. I was like, I still have that. Can I figure out how to shoot it from my crossbow? (laughs) Uh, Not in time. (laughs) What do you you have for throwing? Um, Throwing is. Oh, it's different than shooting. I have D8. Alright, I'll... Here! Can I do that as a free action? <laughs> yeah, all, all about. Yeah, just... Solid. Yeah. And then... I would go from a d12 to a d6 using that. So. Uh, and then can I go on... Yeah, you're next. I'm next anyways. Yeah, sweet. Uh, yeah, I go and do that. I chuck it. 1d8. 7. That will hit. Solid. Uh, plus four damage. So strength. <sighs> plus four, plus a d4. Uh, oh, wait, no. Strength is six. Plus d4. Um, so, yeah. A dice in your hand, plus four. Oh, oh plus four. Just plus no, numerically, numerically, just numerically four. Uh, six, ten. All right. Uh, since that is silver, I'm not going to let her soak that. Okay. And she's at two wounds. Nice. I should have thrown it. <laughs> the little we had. Now I have a silver dagger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it clearly hurts her. Gabby Joe, you come around the corner oh, shit. to see this uh, happy little party. Okay. Who has the orb? The orb. The, the stone. Oh, yeah. oh, I have the stone. It's in a pocket somewhere. I grabbed the okay. stone. Yes. Well, I'm going to unsheath Veronica. No. No. Betty? Heather. I did Betty already. Oh. Betty kind of Headley. Cedric. Headley oh, Lamar. Veronica, oh, Veronica, Veronica. Hedley Lamar. Agatha. Take Agatha. Gertrude. Agatha. I like that. Gertrude. Um, 
The bad thing about Agatha is Agatha always splits. <laughs> I'll take the key out of my pouch, throw it at one of them, and say, okay. go get the door. And then I'm going to charge for with my axe and swipe at her. All right. Her parry is now six. Because she wild attacked. Nice. Um, I will also do the smitey thing. Because that seems Okay, good. give me a spirit check. Eight. Okay. Uh, plus four damage. Parry. Ten. Yeah. Ten to hit. Ten hits with a raise. Thirteen, and then we're going to use that. Okay. Where's your card here? Ooh, that'll leave a mark. Deadly <laughs> blow. Play after damage is rolled to double the total of a successful melee attack. That would make a twenty-six. Okay. Uh, so describe what this looks like. So flip the key, grab Agatha, charge forward. I'm actually going to say the silver dagger is still sticking in it. Yeah. So I'm just going to actually take the flat oh, of my axe and hammer it through. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, you should have put newspaper there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it goes right into her heart. And uh, so with, with a lot of gurgling and growling, she dies uh, and transforms back into a dead fair bay in the back garden. At this point... That's a shame. Uh, the household staff and more guards are starting to come out the back door. Scaring up that wall. Okay. Remove head, grab dagger, run. Move head. Okay. In that order. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to come in back if I take the dagger out. You should probably do it though because you got the axe. So that's, I can that's, do it with my No, legs. that's why I said I okay. remove the head oh. and then grab the dagger well, you said and move. then run. So was like, well, okay. I'm happy to um, take some delegation. You can grab the dagger. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Just wait until the <laughs> choppy. Sure. You don't want to get oh, your hands in there. Yeah. Until he does yeah. This. yeah. So you're able to Why do that. Um, so <laughs> people are in. You know, the household staff is somewhat in shock. The guards are slow to react. You're basically able to scramble around the house, key in the gate, get out. <clears throat> You've got the moonstone. Uh, yeah. We sent a message, I guess. No damn werewolves in my city. No, we'll we turn the casual teams to one fine day. And two Three. guards. What? Oh. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a third of everybody, our quota. Everybody we did well. Forgets about the guards. So yeah, you're able to... From uh, the School of ZZ Top Adventure Design, they should be fine. <coughs> Sorry. Anyway. You scramble through the night, you know, to, to the dark alleys uh, that give you safety. And uh, so, yeah, what do, what do you do? What's your aftermath here? Um. Well, now that we know that werewolves exist, that's another thing to attack on. To attack on. We to start procuring silver things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so a flashback of myself, like knocking. Unlit candles against the tapestry. <laughs> Maybe the friction will light one. Uh, snapping over them. Um, I guess while well, we gotta bring it back to the money. Let's do that right away so we're not sitting on it. Yeah. Well, it's the middle of the night. Are they gonna be. 
Somebody's there. I don't think they. Somebody I don't think they have a money. bedtime. I, yeah, the moneylenders guild never closes. Yeah. yeah. It's like the... This is a hot potato. They're not like, oh, I got a busy day of money lending tomorrow. It's pretty much like, yeah, you know, stop in. I will. Well, I think well, that one was already yours. No, I spent it. Oh, so. okay. I'm giving everyone one. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, so you get back to... Oh, the spirit check. Moneylenders Guild. Uh, Mulsh is there. Great big fat greasy guy, and he's like, uh, "You've returned. How did it go?" Pretty good there, Mulch. <clears throat> did you send the message? We killed the werewolf. My doggone good one. Very well. You have, oh. you have the moonstone. <laughs> Don't hound us for it. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> okay. Nine. <laughs> yeah, I give him the uh, Moonstone. Very good. I guess we didn't really really negotiate terms, but uh, uh, he pays you a thousand gold rooms for a job well done, and we avoided the whole silliness of the festival. The festival the following day is canceled. Oh yeah. Uh, they just prolong. They just do the donkey. Yeah, they do the donkey <laughs> thing for help over. Really, everybody's happy. All the on, yeah, except the donkeys. I hope they're getting double time. <laughs> Wish to go to the festival. I'm so when we get excited home, that Deadbolt today and I accidentally let slip to have his donkey. Yes. This is happening. I'm yeah, exactly. Can you believe that they're doing the donkey thing again? What donkey thing? Don't worry about it, Steve. Shut up. <laughs> the great donkey <laughs> uprising will begin soon. So yeah, uh, what do you want to do next? Set sail on the open sea to go into the uh, vast forest. That's my bet. This would seem like a good time to get out of town. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, making your preparations to go. What uh, are you taking everything with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Talking we're, donkey. We're packing, flying we're packing up the manor. We're packing up. We're pa- yeah. We're packing the not. I mean, we ha- we own a house so. Obviously, we're going to keep a couple of things, but, you know, we're not bringing the fine china. You know, we're bringing the donkey, pretty much all of our clothes, even though we're all ragged anyways. Um, how is this boat set up to haul livestock? No. Oh, okay. he doesn't um, care. The donkey won't care. Well, there, there's yeah, specific horses and wagons. There's specific things you need to be able to decently yeah. carry livestock on a ship. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, when it comes to horses and wagons, but like a man, donkey, I don't give a shit. <laughs> he could sit up in the the crow's, e- the crow's nest the entire time. <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> Tough shit. They, bringing your horses, your war horses, mm-hmm. would be more of a hassle, but they can make a small pen in the hold for the donkey and that kind of stuff. I was just, are you bringing the jaguar? Sure. Okay, or your swamp. Leopard or yeah. whatever the hell it is. The one it's thing I've spent on you. <laughs> that you have completely forgotten it exists since that point. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. kind of a hindrance when we're climbing walls. Get him, Which we always seem to do. Yeah, climbing walls. Uh, I thought it was Mandy. Maybe. Yeah. Mork and Mindy. <laughs> you know, if more people made... If more nobles made their walls like out of bookshelves or kitchen counters... I think I'd have a better chance of taking her on mission. <laughs> Just saying. 
without a grass. Yeah, so Orf uh, is waiting for you. He brings you aboard. They just basically made the ship ready to sail, so they didn't. Uh, he loaded a cargo of grain, since Lankmar is sort of a source of grain. Okay. So he may attempt to trade that. You notice that he left a lot of room in the hold. So, like, he didn't fill the hold with grain. He took barrels of grain with room for, I mean, if you just run into salvage or whatever along the way. Yeah. Also, we'll be sailing by the Mountains of Hunger, so I like that there's grain. Yeah, there's probably an upcharge. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and he says, yes, ready to make sail. Uh, where are we bound for? Except he squints when he says, where are we bound for? So Oh, sorry. Yes, yes. Yes, that. So do you want to uh, go the long route or the scenic route? The scenic route or the quick route? Is the quick route one really through? The sinking sands. Sinking lands. Sinking land. Why are you looking at me? You know what my answer is. <laughs> I said we go through the sinking lands. I'm not supposed to be the smart one. <laughs> I get to be the tiebreaker. <sighs> what do you think, good captain, sir? He says, uh, you're an empathetic character. <laughs> I empathize with your fear. Way to completely avoid decision, Brian. <laughs> I, uh, the, the, there, every type of sea travel has risk, and part of that risk is how long you are at sea, right? How long would the long road take? Um, ten weeks. That's a long time. And I'm not about ten days if we go through the sinking lands. I like ten days. If n- uh, how much, how long can we make that grain last if we never meet anyone or never put ashore? Oh, it'll be good in the hold for six months. Yeah, but I mean, if we eat it. <clears throat> oh, we have we have provisions for six month journey, and then if we have to get in and, and eat the grain, that would give us another six months. Okay, all right. Are there any known dangers along the long route? Corsairs, or yes, um, there are there are dangerous, disgusting pirates. Have, have we? There are storms. What kind of armaments are on this ship? Oh, um, yes, the ship is armored. Uh, it has four points of armor, and there are two ballista on it, which is the technology of the day. Okay, it's just like a giant miniature crossbow. Exactly. Yep. I'm at home. Um, I don't know, man. I'm done for going to the sinking lands, to yeah, be honest. But I mean, the lands come and go, and if we get halfway across and suddenly the Panama Canal dries up, then True. we get boarded by those fucking spiders, I can say again. Again. Alright, let's go the short way. Alright. He makes sail. You sail from Lankmar out into the inner sea. You go for about three days and you're somewhere about here and uh, they have a system of watches so the officers share the watch Um, they each watch for six hours a day basically the crew, there's basically like a starboard and a port watch so half the crew is on duty at a time um they seem like extremely competent sailors. You would guess that Orf has a boating of D10. Nice. 
Better uh, him than me. His, his officers are capable as well. And uh, it's amazing how empty the sea is. Like, you, you think of all this shipping commerce, and yet you get five miles from port, and you just don't see a damn thing. And so it's uh, reasonably good weather. You sail uh, on dawn of the third day. The Oh, is there anything you're doing past your time? Uh, you can all make me a vigor check. Okay. Not to lose our minds. Wait, Twilight Imperium. We'll go to 14 points. Five. Four. Eight. Okay. Uh, so you're not passing your time vomiting. Oh, yeah, good. okay. Um, this seems to be a theme lately among us, so I'm actually going to... I'm actually going to roleplay this shit out. I'm going to ask both of my companions for pointers on how to be stealthy and practice that while we're traveling. Okay. All right. Are you, like, preparing for your next advance, potentially? Of taking That's up? what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. We'll try walking on the yard because you got to be balanced. Yeah. It'd be like a sequence of the Breakfast Club or something. Learning stealth montage. Well, yeah. first you have to take the hobnails out of these boots, <laughs> and then you have to have an awesome cloak. First, we take off the horseshoes. Why you have those on your boots anyway? <laughs> Are these tap dancing shoes? How long have you been wearing these? Why do you have all these tin cans tied to the bottom of your cloak? Uh, yeah. So the the married. How is this about to say? <laughs> The third day dawns, uh, and you hear the lookout from the crow's nest, uh, I spy a ship three points off the starboard bow, and it's just just dawn. Uh, what does that mean? It means there's 16 points in a circle. Okay, so kind of so off the starboard bow. B. Oh, north. The other star. <laughs> north by northeast. Northeast. East by northeast. North by it's northwest. A, it's at east okay. by northeast. Okay. Uh, to the right. They, <laughs> Why did the they just right, say that? And a little bit forward. Uh, and it's like a foggy morning. The visibility isn't very good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, anytime anyone spots a ship, it's kind of exciting. Um, so everyone comes up and, you know, looks at the ship. Uh, you see... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Elite, the Pirate Queen. You spy the masts of another vessel looming through the fog. <clears throat> Excuse me. Being now experienced naval hands, you notice something is amiss. The uh, ship lacks canvas. Many of the spars are broken and hang at odd angles. It's a ghost ship. Yeah. And the is ship is there sail. There are no sails. But it's is it moving? Uh, is it drifting or seems to be drifting? Okay. As you get closer, <clears throat> um, you know everyone's curious about this. Uh, Orf steers closer. As you get closer, you notice the ship is absolutely silent. There's no one talking or moving aboard, and uh, the bosun hails the ship. No one answers the hails. Everybody surprised by that raised their hand. Detect magic oh. ritual. Yeah. Um, as you get within a few hundred feet, you see 
seaweed and other vegetable matter clinging to the listing vessel. Portions of the rail and prow are broken away. Uh, it rides a little low, but doesn't seem to be taking on water. I'd like to just sit here for ten minutes. Okay. Yeah, and watch wait. it. Okay, or uh, just kind of parks next to it, or, you know, a little modest distance away to observe it. Yeah. And yeah, it's not moving. It's just drifting, essentially. Um, he'll make a boating roll. He says, that's an older make of ship, an old Lankmarian merchant. Note the high prow and the forecastle of a sort that was popular generations ago. Does that mean it's a classic, or no one has seen something like this on the seas for 40 years? <clears throat> he says, most ships of this age have gone to rot long ago. They were, you know, very fashionable in their day. I mean, when I was, How long could a ship be drifting at sea without a crew? Uh, very unlikely it would have. I mean, looking at it like there's seaweed dripping off of it, and, you know, hanging from the... Boarding party. The spars and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Do we want to... It looks like it may have been underwater. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Um... Let's go explore. Does it, does it look like it, <laughs> one second? Does it look like it's like obviously haunted? Floating. Does it look obviously haunted? Or it's like floating cool. on it's the floating water, water in the manner that a ship floats on the water. Okay, yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was just thinking, like, oh, it is not water. magically floating. I was just thinking that the water raised, but it lower. is like the 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 wood is blackened as though it's absorbed water yeah. and. Uh, you see, like, uh, occasionally, like, a fish flips and flops off the deck and goes into the water. Oh, so this is, yeah, okay. Um, is staring at, like, the spars, or any of them actively dripping? Yeah, a little more than is right. We should go move closer. <laughs> That's the exact opposite of what I was about to oh, say. Oh, really? <laughs> I, but, I'm I mean, ready to go over there. Let's do this. It was underwater... Very recently, that's my conclusion, is yeah. that it somehow came out when perhaps it saw us, which mm-hmm. means... The ming- your mingle crew are all, like, doing the mingle version of crossing themselves, you know. They're yeah, being I a superstitious asked, lot. Yeah. What, what, is there any what is the mingle version of crossing yourself? Is it more or less just spitting off to the side? Or what? Yes, yeah. What a... What a <laughs> Warning, man, warning. Yeah, can I ask them if they know anything about anything even relatively close to this? No, never. Not even old ship tales. Never seen such a thing. They uh, sail around. (laughs) Kind of make a slow circle around the ship to sort of inspect it. Uh, Give me a notice check. These. Big wet boat. Yeah, that's a big wet boat. Nine. Big wet boat. Eleven. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) <laughs> All right, uh, Deadbolt, you see, as you go around the stern, the the ship's name is kind of, like, flaked off and messed up yeah. and covered in, like, barnacles and crap, but you can kind of squint and make it out. It says the Wayfarer. Uh, Gabby Joe, as you come around the front, you see that there's, like, a kind of a gash in the... near the bow of the ship. Mm-hmm. Um... It doesn't seem to be taking on water, but it you know there is like a 
basically a hole in the ship there. You can all give me a smarts check. Four. Thirteen. You, you've heard of the Wayfarer. Like, just, it rings a bell. Yeah. Uh, Gabby Joe, you've heard the, basically the story. The story you heard was 60 years ago, the Wayfarer left Lankmar for Kvarchnar. Aboard was the overlord of Lankmar's youngest daughter. Was the, sorry, overlord of Lankmar's youngest daughter and all her worldly goods. For she and her dowry had been promised to the ruler of Kvarchnar. The ship was separated from its escort during a great storm and never made port. Many assume she sank with all hands, though others have long speculated that she was attacked and scuttled by pirates. Many Lankmarans know the name of the Wayfarer and the great treasure lost along with the lovely young woman, although her beauty and the amount of wealth she carried with her have likely grown in the intervening years. Allegedly, she carried chests gleaming with a riot of gems and gold, and great heaps of pearls. Heaps of pearls, deadbolt. Heaps. Butt tons. All right. This is going to end badly. Of course it will. That's not the point. Let's do this. All right. But only because I read advice to play your character like you stole a car. Let's do it. You can take, like, the ship's boat over? I was get, That's what I was going to ask, is if we could use, like, the dinghy. Yeah, the the crew lowers a dinghy, like, puts you in the dinghy with people holding on to you and carefully lowers it into the water, <laughs> and then they row it over for you. Suddenly a giant blast of fire comes from the ship and yeah. sinks our ship, so we're <laughs> stuck in the middle of the water in a fucking rowboat. Uh, and literally put your hands on the ladder of the other <laughs> ship. Like, you have to go up this way. Okay. Uh, so you're able to climb aboard... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Climb aboard. When you get aboard, you notice the deck is hidden under a coat of seaweed and other detritus, where expiring fish lay goggle-eyed and twitching. The timbers of the ship itself are soggy and the planks creak, though they seem to be sturdy enough to support you. Uh, you can all give me notice checks. Three. 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 All good. Where are your 19s now, sir? Three. It's all good. It's all good, man. There's nothing on the main deck that's remotely worth salvaging. There are rotten barrels and moldering rope and rusted winches and jives. I don't know what that is. Jive turkeys. And a whole lot of smelly, dying sea life. Uh, The deck house is badly damaged and missing most of its roof. Only the captain's cabin is relatively intact. So there are hatches leading below... And the captain's cabin is kind of up on this main deck level, like the short staircase down to the captain's cabin. Do you guys want to go to go check out the captain's cabin at all? Or? Yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right, all right. The door hangs ajar and creaks as it's opened wide enough for the characters to for you to investigate the fish-scented darkness. Yeah. Uh, as you step in. You see a tentacle sway up from behind the shattered wreck of the captain's table and then slap down in front of you. There's an octopus dying. Oh, I grab the octopus, chuck him back in the water. Three, one. I like octopi. My cephalopod brethren. 
have a penny for being kind to animals. <laughs> this isn't really an animal so much as an aboleth. I care. Yeah, I, I, I do like fish here. Like fish, like down here. Pond scum is up here, and then like octopus, cephalopods are all up there. <laughs> they will replace us. They're Geniuses. They're freaky smart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the cabin is a complete shambles, but there are chests to open. Well, let's open the chests. There are three chests. Right. Maybe let's drag the chests onto the deck first. Okay, that's okay. Uh, two of them are waterlogged and contain moldy rags that were once clothing. Yeah. Uh, a third... Davy Jones' gym socks. A third one, uh, like, it clinks and rattles as you drag it. Ooh. And you open it up. And, I mean, they're easy to open. They're You know, the wood's all rotted and stuff. Uh, but there are six bottles of wine still sealed. White uh, white wine of the famed Kempner and Moore Vineyards. Does it have a year on it? Um, Two. Like 60 years ago. Oh. <laughs> 63 years ago. Okay, so white wine. Mm-hmm. Kempner Vineyards. You can give me streetwise checks if you want to. Yeah, I would totally do that. Guess the value. It's worth a try. Five. Six. Eight. Uh, y'all think easily 50 rokes about. Wow. It's good shit. I mean, it was good shit then, and now it's like rare and precious. How many bottles? Six. Does anybody want to go below deck? What else was in? Uh, there's a wreck of a desk built into one bulkhead. Rolled up maps shoved into cubby holes above the desk have long since disintegrated into useless pulp. Uh, there are uh, drawers to the desk that appear to be locked or stuck or something. Are there locks on them? Mm-hmm. Lock picking? Okay. Uh, minus two, just because stuff is like all rusty and filled with fish. Want me to give it a go? Sure. Eight. Yeah, you just need to... It isn't so much the lock as trivial, it's just you got to give it enough welly to yeah. get the door open. to clean out something. <clears throat> uh, you find an eelskin pouch tightly sealed. Ooh, flip open that. Okay. It looks like a waterproof, you know, thing. Yeah. It looks like the captain's logbook. Ooh, yeah. Lore, give me that. All right, are you going to examine it? Yes. Back to our ship and read it and then come back for what's yeah. left. A few generations of submersion have managed to get through even the fine eel skin, and the logbook is quite moist. However, it remains intact. Oh, it feels. Uh, so, like, the, the last 50 pages are all waterlogged and ruined, and the first 50 pages are all waterlogged and ruined, but the middle of it is kind of okay, and it ends at kind of the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you see mundane discussions of weather. The captain writes occasional cryptic references about the cargo and how he was told he should clear away from the city if he valued his own safety. He seems fond of the overlord's daughter and asked her if she were in any danger. She reported to him that all would be well so long as she wore her sapphire rank. The last entry reads almost like a confessional. The captain spent a heady night with the overlord's daughter, and she told him the entire plot. How the entity controlled the minds of men, how the overlord intended it to wreak havoc upon the aristocracy of Kvarchnar, 
and how she promised to make him her consort once she ruled the city. Entity? That was the word he used in the logbook. Forest Star is just north of here. Mm -hmm. It's one of the eight cities. Um, let me Did he sound excited about this, or like creeped out by it, or by tone? Concerned for her safety, and I mean it's it's kind of clear just from the tone of the writing, like maybe he was in love with her, yeah. uh, and you know because he'd been warned that once the daughter was dropped off in Kvarchnar, just sail the hell away huh. uh, for your own safety. So something, this seems like it was some sort of plot to somehow overthrow Kvarchnar with whatever was in the hold. Whatever the overlord, or the overlord's Whatever daughter. is probably still in the hold. Yeah, it was being controlled by her, right? No, it was biding its time. The silver, the sapphire ring she wore prevented it from controlling her. She reported to him that all would be well so long as she wore the sapphire ring. She... Oh, I don't know then. Uh, there's no ring in the... There's no ring, yeah. Well, I take the eel skin pouch because that's a nice looking pouch. Um, I guess... I don't know. It kind of feels like a dead end there. On the boat... Well, we have a lot of boat we haven't explored Yeah, yet. that's what I'm thinking. Is there more? Help us understand what we find now. So we should try and find the crew. Oh, we still haven't gone downstairs. Is. That's right. We have to go down to the hold yet. Yes. Yes. Is there a forward section mm -hmm. mirroring the captain's cabin before we go down? Is there what? What? Is there a forward? It's all room waterlogged. Oh, I see. A f uh, no, the like the stairs go down directly to the cabin, but the rest of the deck house, okay, like the roof is rotted off or fallen okay. off and it's all wrecked. Okay. So the captain's room is the only really enclosed area on yeah. the main deck. Hmm. Well, nothing for it to put the go down. Alright, going below. Uh, a ladderless hole leads down to the main hold. So you can jump down or do rope tricks. You just hang uh, on, you know, to look down and observe and see if there's any movement or anything for... Yep. Uh, you see more dead sea, basically, some small fish. One, there's like a medium-sized sea turtle that's just kind of like... Yeah, sea and turtle, Is there a gun port? I guess, yeah. There are, yeah, ballista ports, but the ballistas <laughs> are probably all screwed yeah. up. Um, alright. Throw a rope down, shimmy down. Okay, you're able to, you know, slide down. Uh, Throw the turtle out the portal. Thank you. Catch a wave, dude! See you in Sydney! <laughs> I get that <laughs> reference. <laughs> Up near the prow, you see a metal door with a complex lock. And you hear the clatter of something large on the other side of the door, clumping around on the deck planks. It sounds like nothing you've ever heard before, unless you've ever seen an eight-legged horse with a limp ridden by someone playing castanets. I don't think I should pick that lock. <laughs> I think it's our duty to kill it. After we find the sapphire ring. Can we just sink the ship? Apparently it didn't work the first time. <laughs> Maybe they didn't sink it hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered fire? <laughs> Everything's fucking wet! <sighs> you didn't say it'd be easy. Have you considered a lot of fire? 
We've got oil, right? So, is there anywhere else on this boat where there would be crew quarters or passenger quarters or anything like that? Not really. Um, the you, you think that this locked door was what would be the Overlord's daughter's quarters because it's behind a big secure locked door with all the you know her and all of her treasure. Yeah. Uh, the crew, just like on your ship. Sleeps in hammocks in the the below decks, mm-hmm. you know, so above the hold, but kind of the cannon deck. Okay. Um, and you, you're in that wreckage now, um, and there's not much of interest. Pity we can't crack some hammocks. Um, is there more down to go? Yeah, the hold would be below, and there's like a hatch. I'd like to take a look down the hatch. Okay. Um, you see, like, Casks, barrels, and it's all like kind of swishing around in a lot of water. Yeah. Um, weird fish in among it. And I mean, that would be like this is just now that you've been on a boat, like provisions for the crew and any cargo, just mundane cargo they're carrying, and stores of rope and sails and spars and that kind of crap. No strangely ornate chests floating down there. No, not that you see through okay. murky water. I will not go down there. More tentacles. How many more? Same size. Yeah. So more like the watcher at the gate. Um, well, if they're in the water, they're fine. Yeah, I'll close up the hatch. About judging what we know of the size of the ship from the outside... In the placement of the door and the wall mm. on the deck, can we guess if everything beyond the door was one room, about how big would that room be? It'd be kind of a weird triangular space, probably 30 feet wide and roughly 30 feet deep, um, but a triangle. Yeah. It almost makes me wonder if there's another door on the other side, or like another wall, because that's an awful big room for a boat. Maybe it's a royal galleon style or something. Well, and most ships, even your ship, has a carpenter, Yeah. and they routinely will construct bulkheads. You know, like, if we need more room, we just move the bulkhead. So, I mean, you could sort of make... Things a little bit adjustable. Yeah. So I mean, probably they just built a bulkhead here and installed the the door and everything. Um, looking at it, the door is a big metal door with a complex lock. Uh, the the wood on either side of it, or, you know, the door is mounted in. Looks like the sort of bulkhead wall you see everywhere in the ship. This thing was supposed to overthrow a kingdom, but it couldn't. Knock down a door. Big, beautiful door. Alright, what the fuck? I'll pick it. Doesn't right. mean I'm opening it. I get you. <laughs> I'll leave that nonsense to someone else, but. Giving you a Benny for being cowardly. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the lock can be picked, although this isn't easy. In addition to having multiple tumblers, it's also rusty. Lock picking attempts are made at minus six. Still worth a try. Zero. 
That is a goal. Okay. What is the night minus to it again? Minus six. <laughs> six. Seven. He does slightly better at failing to pick the lock. You know, it's just too jammed up and rusty and, like, messed up. You're still hearing the the noise on the other side. Does it seem to respond to our... Knock, knock, knock. Yeah, there... Yeah. Um, the scuttling just continues. It doesn't seem to be responding intelligently to you. I guess okay. I'll put it that way. So, there's this lovely large steel door in this bulkhead? Yeah. Which is made of sodden, partially rotted wood. Yes. I'm going to start taking an axe with the bulkhead. Okay. Uh, roll damage. Stay some six feet back from me. That's fine. <laughs> I am completely confident. Assume you hit with a raise, too. Since you're striking a wall. Mushy, mushy. Parry of zero. Twelve. Okay, yeah. You the Your axe just cuts through this, like, cheese, basically. And, you know, with a few... Oh God, that was our code word for danger! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no! Uh, My ex is now named Johnny. <laughs> yeah, you're able to just rather easily chop a hole through the wall next to the door. <laughs> the wood is kind of soft and rotty. It's like pushing, putting... Uh, once you can see inside, you spy dozens of large chests and cabinets and dressers lashed to the walls or lying on the deck. Mm-hmm. Their ruined contents lie strewn upon the planking. Uh, perhaps those rotting clumps used to be silken finery or draperies or bedroom lin- linens. Or However, your attention is held by the clacking monstrosity that looms out of the darkness. A monstrous crab that stands half again as tall as a man. It scuttles toward you, reaching with both of its claws. Scuttle, I'm scuttle. getting into the role of scuttle, scuttle, mm-hmm. scuttle, scuttle, scuttle. I like to pinch. I pinch. Deadbolt on the eight. Mm-hmm. Gabby Joe on the six. Joker. So how big of a hole did I make? I will assume big enough for uh, any of you to pass through. That seems silly. I feel like I would have made like a. Head sized hole first we could like look in and look you around. You want ham on it. It was you over you I'm guessing you would probably like the appropriate sized hole for Deadbolt to stand on this side of it and shoot the crap <laughs> repeatedly. I would say that you probably Um no, I think that, like just you started hacking and, and like the wall just peeled gave away. Yeah. yeah, you caved the wall in. So don't even know your own strength, dude. It's a thing. It happens. So uh Kurt. Basically There's oh. a giant crab. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're having crab legs tonight, guys. I'm gonna hit with my rape here. Did you pack water? No, just plain. Plus two hit, plus two damage with the Joker. Oof. Ten. Fifteen. Uh, Eighteen. Um. All right. And now uh, damage is strength d six. Then one more dice. And plus two for the Joker. Plus two for the Joker. Six. You fucking kidding me? Yeah. You really like, aha! Stamp, stamp, stamp. Beautiful, great form. Yeah. And then just like, doink! (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, wow, that 
shell is really thick. <laughs> it's almost like it's a giant crab. And I should have accounted for that. Uh, dimpled. I was. Uh, I will shoot him. Six hits. Uh, four with an armor piercing of one. Tink. Not armor piercing enough. Okay. Uh, Gabby Joe. Okay, I will step through my hole. Roll my shoulders a little bit, grab Johnny, walk up, and try and swing at it. Okay. I was expecting the axe to have a different name every time you wanted to go use it. <laughs> kind of are. Yeah, I don't know how the hell I got Five would hit. <laughs> Would no. hit. What? It wouldn't. I'm. Because he got a five, but he was ranged, so it just needs a four. Oh, oh how do you get that? Jesus Christ. The odds. Nice. Thank you. Nice. And 11. Uh, it's over the race. Awesome. You take a swing, he blocks it with a claw. You take a swing, he blocks it with another claw. And then you're like, ha, you're all out <laughs> you're of claws. claws. <laughs> <laughs> Third set of hands with an X comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Crab is really confused. How very army of birds. Nice. 17 damage, armor piercing, one. It's enough to shake him. Uh, no, that is actually enough to kill him. Nice. That would do two full wounds, and it's a, even though it's a giant crab, it is a mook. So yeah, you just get in there and like bury it. How right. big of a crab is it? Mm, really big, say five hundred pounds. Fuck. Each take a leg or an arm or something and start boiling water or something on the ship. Nope, butter. <laughs> playing with the claw. Yeah, you get the little wing bit on the. In the yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, you just get it right through the middle of its eye cluster, uh, and it just drops. Perfect. So yeah, that's there. Eye cluster. And otherwise, there is, uh, or was apparently, lots of stuff in here. Let's start hauling the stuff. Okay. Yeah. There are cases that were once enormously expensive wood carvings, gilt with gold and silver. Mm-hmm. But they're quite ruined. So are all the furniture and what was probably a, a fortune in clothing and linens. Mm-hmm. However, one chest contains gold gilt dinnerware, and another smaller chest holds fine jewelry. There's a third thick wooden chest that seems to be intact that's covered with detailed symbols. Uh-oh. Hmm. Uh, Deidre, why don't you take a look at that for us, please? What do you think her knowledge hey, on it is? Probably a D6. <laughs> D8? I'll go D8. Could have had a D8. Yeah. Deirdre pops up from behind somewhere. I recognize these symbols as magical sigils, and I can tell that the rot and wet has eaten through these sigils so they're no longer effective. 
Oh, that's good. Alright. Pick a lock. Okay. Is there a lock? Yes, there is. Okay. Copy down these Six. sigils for later use, perhaps? Okay. You can you can find a dry sheet of paper. Uh, the but when you do it, then you can put it in the eel skin pouch. Oh yeah. Could you just write it on the eel skin? Well, not only write it in the captain's journal on a page that isn't ruined. Okay. That, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So you go to pick it, and there's like a jabbing needle that you avoid. It seemed like probably if there was ever poison on the needle, it's been. Yeah, leached from the... I would enjoy being leached. Um, inside the chest, on a long, rotted cloth, is a very small chest. So there's a chest in the chest. Okay. The chest that's inside is a work of art in itself, studded with rubies and sapphires. However, it has no obvious locks or hinges, and as you look at it more closely, you are wondering whether it's... A, is that a chest or not a chest, or just a whole chunk of gold? that looks like a chest. So, I mean, it's like the size of a loaf of bread, basically. Yeah. But it seems like it's just solid gold with some gems and stuff encrusted in it. So how? Nope. Solid. It's very heavy. Okay. I like this chest. You can give me a street bias check. <laughs> Five. Yes. It's like if you melted it down and pried it apart just for components of gold and gems, it would probably be worth 1,500 rilks or 2,000. As it is, as this kind of work of art, it's probably worth 3,000 or more. Nice. That'll keep us in drapes and curtains for at least a (laughs) while. We're past drapes and curtains. How much worth a Julian dinnerware? Uh, probably another thousand. Okay. Is there the remains of a bed or something like that in here, or a you know woman? No. There, uh, yes, there. Are, there's the remains of a bed. It's mm-hmm. all a rotted mess, uh, and no human remains that you see. Okay. Hmm. Was there were other chests? That was pretty much it. The ones that okay. weren't ruined. Uh, you had the dinnerware, the jewelry, and then this thing with the the gold loaf in it. Okay. So no sign of the ring. Or any bodies, right? Right, no bodies. No skeleton remains or anything. There, There is a bunch... Well, no, there's a bunch of stuff rolling around loose as well. Hmm. Is any of that a sapphire ring? Yeah, look around for that. Um, yeah, give me notice checks. Nine. Cast detect sapphire as a ritual. Eleven. Okay. Uh, Kurt, you find a diamond ring patterned with fish, fish scales and an emerald studded goblet. What did you get on your... It's my pimp glass. Oh, I didn't. I stopped rolling when he said eleven. Okay. Uh, four. You find a uh, gold dinner plate with the Overlord's family crest stamped along the rim, and a pearl necklace, uh, and 
Gabby Joe, you find uh, a tarnished beaker gilt with exquisite gold leaf showing swimming mermaids and a sapphire ring, the shanks of which are decorated with the image of a tower shield. Hmm. I will put it on. If I can. Yeah, yeah it fits on your pinky. <laughs> Barely. Probably got the gold meaty. In fairness, he's been needing a pinky ring for some time. <laughs> I have, really. Yeah, I put on my jewelry, too. Well, my ring, and then I hold my pimp class. Okay, so we have a sapphire ring. The plate. We have a special plate. Plate, beaker. You had another ring. Yep. So, uh, well, diamond, diamond ring. Diamond ring. With fish scales. With fish scales. Yeah. Yeah. Emerald studded yeah. goblet, gold chalice, gold dinner plate with the Overlord family crest. And the beaker that I got was... Bronze. Tarnished beaker gilt with exquisite gold leaf showing swimming mermaids. And a pearl necklace. So yeah, tons of loot. Ooh. I will say the, the miscellaneous items are another thousand, probably. If we live to okay. fence them. I don't think we ever sufficiently... The, hold on. The crab was shackled? No. It was just a giant crab. Yep. Inside of this locked room. Inside of this locked room, but uh, remember the gash you saw in the yeah. outer part of the ship? That You're looking out that gash at the right. sea. But the shed... It's the above the got, water. The crab mm-hmm. got in here like the octopi. This isn't the beast that she was bringing. No. Okay. That's probably so I don't think a row. giant crab is going to... especially. One well, I was a little surprised that that was... You know, it kind of felt like the end of it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I was prepared to go. Well, I'm more scared of the Magically warded chest with the other chest inside of it. Chestception money. Chest. Unless it's chest-ception. actually containing something else, which is way scarier. Like. Inception? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Mm. What I would like to do is bring the other chest along with us and see if we can make a copy of it and put the sigils and wards back on it and put the gold one back in that for, for the transport. So bring the wood chest that the little chest is in. Yes. Okay, so... Was there anything else in that chest? No. Let's see if we can get our carpenter to make a copy of it and then copy the sigils onto it in the same pattern and everything. Okay. So are you going to start hauling stuff out? Yeah, let's advance the plot. Okay. Uh, What are you hauling out? Anything metal? Let's start with... So the loose items, the chest... Because we can take the big chest that the little one was in yeah. And throw the loose items into that. Okay. And just lug it. Like, it'll take these three chests, so there are a bunch of loose items. You could throw all those in the chest with the weird gold chest. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have to lug, like, three heavy chests out that'll take... You could probably take one, and between the two of you, you could take another one. That's why I'm kind of asking. Yeah. So, there was one with jewelry and one with dinnerware. I'd say jewelry. Okay, yeah. you're going to grab the one with jewelry? Sure. Okay, and you two are going to take which one? The magic one. Okay, the weird yeah, magic yeah. one. Yeah. So yeah, you throw all the stuff into the magic, the loose items into the magic one, lift that up, and as soon as you lift it up, like there is a uh, weird loud pop from below, like this crack, pop, crunch, and the ship begins to list, and it starts sinking. Put it in the, put it, get it into the boat, the little dinghy. Let's go. All right. 
Alright, so, um... Strength checks, or...? Uh, yeah, give me athletics checks, everyone. Athletics? Because you've got to get, like, back up the rope with yeah. the chest, and it's terrible and awkward. And the ship is sinking kind of quick. Six. Two. Okay. Uh, that'll be a success in two raises. So you basically hustle with this chest of um, jewelry. Get, you know, just like heave it up on the deck. Go up the rope. You two are coming, uh, and Kurt is having a hard time with his end of the yep. weird magic chest. I'm wa- You're going up the stairs. I'm down and everything's shifting. Well, there's down. no stairs, right? You're going through the hole. You chop the Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. To... The below, like the the uh, hatch, yeah. where there's a slippery, greasy old rope hanging down, and you're just having a hard time moving this thing. And like the water is up around your ankles. So, uh, what do you do from that position? You've got your chest okay, up. My chest you're up, up there. Above. I'm up there. How far down is it? Like ten feet. You could just jump down. Could we lift it up so you could? All at the rest of the way on the deck. Yeah, you're not even under the the hatch yet. Oh, because Kurt is dropping his I into will, the chest. So we have crew in the dinghy. Yes. Yes. I will take my chest, go yep. to the dinghy, and drop it down to them or pass it down to them. Okay. How far down is it? Uh, like I mean, I guess the boat is sinking, so there's that. Yeah, <laughs> it was 20 feet. Now it's 15 feet. Roll and a d6. How heavy is the chest? Is it just like, gonna, quite heavy. Is it going to put a hole in the boat? That's what I'm checking for. Five. Okay. Uh, you know, you, you shout a warning, and it's like, incoming, this is heavy, and they, like, <laughs> pull a... Throw the new guy underneath it. snaps <laughs> his neck, but it cushions the... <laughs> they uh, quickly, like, grab a piece of sail and make, like, a, a trampoline with it, yeah, you yeah. know, and catch it, and uh, it does not... Make a okay. hole through the bottom of the And thing. then I'm going to book back, Yeah, jump down to the hold, mm-hmm. take the chest from them, and tell them to get up. Okay. And proceed to... Okay, so athletics checks again for everyone. Okay. Four. Nine. Uh, five. Okay, that all works. You are able to, like, pick up the, the chest with the runes on it the loose items and the weird mm-hmm. gold loaf in it. Are you just going to try to like heave it up again? Or climb with it? Or how's this going I would have work? to like heave it up. Like there's no way to climb with that thing. Like unless I can hold it under an arm. Yeah. No. Well, I'm guessing with a nine maybe I could get up in front of them and pull from the top. Okay. That that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. you, you get a raise. Yeah. So yeah, between the two of you, you get it up there. Kurt, with your success, uh, you can choose to and the water, the water is now like waist deep. Mm-hmm. You still got the chest of dinnerware, <laughs> or you can get out. Do it for the dinnerware. Do it for the dinnerware. Just get out, for fuck's sakes. Do it for the dinnerware. I gotta get the, the, the right. fine china. Okay, you get the grab the chest of dinnerware, and the good news is you're getting some assistance from the water. Oh yeah, because it's lighter in the water. The bad news is the water. <laughs> The water's up to your nipples now. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, ah, my nipples! They're both up. Um, you're not going to be able to heave that chest the way Gabby Joe does. Am I... The hatch, is it like... <clears throat> it's like four foot square. How big is the chest? Two and a half feet. 
there's a rope hanging down, so you could tie it, tie the rope around it, and have them heave yeah. it up. But then you're you're swimming. Yeah, I'm fine. Unless he ties the rope around the chest that sits on the chest. That's true. I'll sit on the chest. Okay. Um, do I need to roll anything? For give me an agility check to tie a rope fast underwater. Oh, I can give you an agility check. Four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you get it like sloppily fixed around. So yeah, he's on the chest that is tied with the rope and is like, heave away. Give me strength checks. Oof. You can assist. If sure. You can just give him a plus one. Uh, or, uh, no, plus one for each success and raise. Okay. Five of five. Okay. That, with, I mean, Deadbolt is fucking useless. <laughs> I'm used to this. But, uh... <laughs> we gotta go! It's the, the good news is, Kurt is scrawny. Yes. And the chest with the dinnerware probably weighs 75 or 80 pounds. So this isn't... It's like yeah. This is two Tuesday afternoon. Like this is this is like one one hundredth of a deal of bailing. So yeah, we're good. So you get him up or get all that nonsense up, uh, and this ship is settling fast. So the water is actually like, as you're pulling him up, you know, the water is chasing mm-hmm. him, and the water is actually starting to squirt out of the hatch, like the main deck is now. Yep. In the water. But the good news is that uh, your dinghy is much lower. Or you're much lower to the dinghy. Yes. Uh, so one last athletics check. Okay. Gabby Joe has a five. Fifteen. Deadbolt is driven <laughs> by panic. <laughs> Leaps across onto the dinghy like a mountain goat. You Errol Flynn. <laughs> In, uh-huh. Into the dinghy with a chest under your arm, all by yourself. <laughs> uh, you two manage to toss your chests into the dinghy and get, you know, step into it just as this uh, ancient ship goes back under the water, mm-hmm. and like the dinghy is sort of like <clears throat> hard to control in the whirlpool that's created. But your sailors deal with it and row you back to the sea spider, and you're able, you know, you're soaked. You're covered in tired, like, tired, but you've got these three chests. Uh, we didn't get our crab. Yeah, the crab meat is a loss. <sighs> it's fine. And everyone's pretty happy about it. The sailors know they're getting paid. Mm-hmm. They load everything aboard, get you aboard, dry clothes. That was weird. That was interesting. Set sail for the village of Soriev. Copy the magic chest. Or is that like? Okay, so you're going to ask the carpenter, hey, can you make yeah. uh, a copy of this? He's like, yeah, it'll take a few days. That's perfect. I can I can do that. So yeah, uh, you set sail for Soria, and I think this is a good place to break. That was exciting. I thought there were going to be a lot more trouble on that ship. I was expecting other ghost pirates. Oh, no, the, the, the trouble's going to happen now when the Fintress has taken control of us. Not to give anything away, but yes, but yeah. The Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast is brought to you by Baron Von Productions. Savage Worlds is 
created and published by Pinnacle Entertainment. For more information, check out www.chippewavalleygeek.com. Listeners, <laughs> Kenor the ape boy grants you minus one to everything. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was wondering about was the ape boy. I'm... Oh, that's right. When you get to the jungles of Clash, <laughs> good thing we're not going that way. <laughs> I did make a decision. <laughs> Turns out it was the right one for once. For the benefit of our listening audience, this campaign is going to take a break for a while. We will pick it up again. Uh, but Brian is hot and eager to get back into the One Ring. Getting all hot and bothered about it. Enzio might be joining us for the One Ring? I hope so. I okay, cool.